obedient, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredients. We will stir the goop that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is a spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in every did i mean i was in the dark too mm-hmm. but your way was way more weird than hey did you know Anne hache died dude it was like they all just started like just saying things like little like i don't want to say sly things because it wasn't like sly things but just like you know just little remarks right. that were like hinting at something and you're that, like wait a second that i wasn't picking up on and i thought they were just maybe joking about a movie i hadn't seen or something and then at one point they said something like fire or like crash or something like that and i was yeah. like what do you hold on bring this back like what are you talking about and they're like and hey she's dead and i was like wait, wait what <laughs> and they told me it was like a couple weeks ago or like a month ago or whenever it was yeah, uh man, I think it well was, like yeah, from the time that they yeah from the time that it was told to me um yeah. and i realized that it was around the time i was moving yeah and all that and um and then I got into the conspiracy theories, and then now I'm just confused. You know, she popped up. They put her in a body bag, Oof. and she she opened the bag, and, and they, they didn't react at all, and they pushed her down. You know, man, that's just... If I, if I put someone in a body bag, and they popped up in front of me, like... Not that long after. Like they sat or up. I get Well, I mean, she's at least there for a bit for them to walk across. Like, even that time that I saw in the video of them walking right. across, if I had someone in a body bag for that long, and then they just pop up, I'm I'm going to I'm going to do more than flinch. But for sure. I'm at least going to flinch. At least. They're not surprised whatsoever. I don't like that. It's weird. It's very odd. Okay, I guess we did talk about Anne Hitch. Yeah. Okay, so that's the intro of the episode. Um, it's been done. I wasn't aware of that. It was told to me at a party where like seven people in a circle around me were all fully aware of it. <laughs> I was just talking about, and look, this is going to like sound off, but again, I didn't even know. I was talking about her butthole scene. Of course you were. In the that's 1998 the only time Psycho that you, That's the only thing that you ever talk about. It's just a really funny thing that happened. Like, you know, just like the fact that that was like, it didn't have to be in the Psycho remake or re everything. Like it's a shot right. for shot fucking re. Uh, it didn't have to be there. There wasn't a butthole in the regular one. I'll tell you that much. That's true. It wasn't anything like that. So, so I guess you can't call it a shot for shot remake. Okay, shot for shot, except for that. <laughs> except, for, And that's a choice. When you choose to make everything the same, except for that. Except you're adding that. Uh, it's just, that's a choice. Um, <laughs> so that's just something that happened to me a while ago. Uh, it's, you know, you miss things when you move across the country, I guess. Things. Hey, it was a crazy, it was a crazy couple weeks there. 
Okay, but speaking about, uh, speaking of, I guess, uh, speaking about, what does that mean? Speaking of moving across the country, Idle Hands was supposed to happen before I moved across the country, and I've been holding off on the explanation. Here it is. We didn't do it. Here it is. Me and Bree and Nia were supposed to do this, and Miguel, too, actually, uh, Bree's... Husband. Now husband. Used to be fiance. I think last time I mentioned him on the show, he might have been fiance. I don't I don't remember last time. Look at that. But husband, yeah. Whole wedding happened. Husband got, and wife. Yeah, I don't even know if the horsey people know that Brie got married. Yay. Like, I guess if they follow her, they definitely know. But if they don't, Brie got married like a Time few months ago. Time to celebrate. Everybody take a shot. Yeah, guys, go ahead. Uh, cheers. Cheers to Brie. Uh, cheers. That probably just sounded like shit, but that was me doing a cheer. <laughs> James, what are you laughing at? <laughs> Explain yourself. I'm laughing at you cheersing your mic. It was one of those things. I started laughing. And I think it like tweaked my back. Yeah, I do that a lot. You bend the wrong way, <laughs> and like, you know, oh, anything could go at any given moment. <laughs> but yeah, Brie got married. I feel like that's something that I, I don't I don't know. Maybe that did happen while the show was on hiatus. I can't remember if Wow. Yeah. Um anyway, that happened. A lot of things going on. Um Idle Hands didn't happen. Not long after Bree's wedding, I was about to move. And it was this thing where I was like, all right, are we going to just hang out and like, I don't know, play some games and fuck around for the last day? Or are we going to do a podcast? And a podcast would have been fun, but it was just the fact that we also had to watch a movie and take notes on it and stuff and do all that. We were also hungover. I think we were up until like 6 a.m. the night before. <laughs> so it became one of those things where it was like, you know what? I'll do Idle Hands soon. Yeah. Idle Hands will happen. Um, and now it's happening here. Yeah, I mean, life's as great as that episode could have, would have, should have been. Let's be honest, it would have been a great episode. Yeah. It would have been a wonderful episode, and I'm sure people, so there's some people listening right now that are like, really? You're telling you're, us about you're, this you're episode? You're us about what that, we could have had? <laughs> we could have been listening to... we're just getting a regular-ass episode. <laughs> but you know what? That's that's the transparency here. You know, we're just regular we're just, boring just, <laughs> ass episode. It's gonna be fine, guys. It's gonna be great. We started off talking about Anne Hage conspiracies. What are you talking about? This is a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> How often do we get into that? That's I true. Mean, okay, but yeah, so it's been a while. Idle hands was supposed to happen a long time ago, but now we're doing it, and I think uh it's gonna be fun, man. We I, I just gotta say, we have pink chairs. Yeah. Yeah. You guys hear that? The pinkest of chairs. All right, let's give some context. I got some really cool pink chairs from a thrift shop, and they're gorgeous. They're great. Long backs with beautiful. Matching pillows. Matching pillows. And we got some nice curtains. Mm Mm-hmm. Boom that up. And maybe in the I'm not giving a timeline, but maybe in the near future, we'll get some video stuff up and going. You know, getting Cleveland uh, a little more. Got like a whole set set on this producing stuff yeah you know i've been trying to get a different set that was in my bedroom for a long time <laughs> and uh now you got that yeah so so you know cheers cheers to the ability to have a set cheers to that cheers to idle hands uh 1999 we're officially doing this and also this is a very interesting episode because for a lot of this i'm gonna be leaning back relaxing and james is gonna be uh James is timelining, man. He's he's okay. getting this for me, man. I, I I just the more you talk about it, the more I feel 
unprepared. <laughs> no, no, no. I think I'm looking at your notes. But I've got I've got some handwritten notes. And you know what? I have the Wikipedia plot points pulled up just in case I do get lost. I love that. I've never thought to do that. So, and I, you know what? No, I have thought to do that, but I've never actually gone through with it. And I think that's good because sometimes you're like, shit, where am I in the movie? And maybe you, you need a refresher and then think of the good stuff. Um, <laughs> I don't hate you for that, James. Okay, okay, good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I feel like you're prepared is I, what I'm saying. We'll see. I feel like you're prepared. I feel like I feel like you're doing the thing. We'll find out. Because usually, if you guys aren't familiar, I, the, the way the short show goes, I usually like prepare notes and whatnot, and then like James or whatever else, whoever, whatever other guest pops on the show, uh, we just kind of bounce back and forth based off of that. But this time, James is riding. I don't I got, know. He just basically basically what happened is James was like, "Hey, I took full notes for this," and I called him. I was like, "You mean like timeline and stuff?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I hadn't watched the movie yet, so I went, "Cool." I'm gonna take very light notes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take a shot at a uh, being the being the guest, being being the sidecar. Yeah, I'm the guest, man. Uh, so here's the thing: if you've ever tried to communicate with Caleb or yes. other, other people like Caleb, uh-huh. um, sometimes there's an overabundance of communication, and then very quickly can that swivel and pivot to there just absolutely none. And I take no offense to that. That is something I do. I've I'll gotten to know to you it. quite well over the last couple of years. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's just yeah. how he operates. Yeah. And so whenever I'm like, hey, you said, hey, we should get back to recording on a specific day. I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. And you're like, what about this day? I'm like, yeah, cool. Let's do that. And then so Monday, the day before that day, hey, are we recording anything? Because we haven't watched anything yet. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I know he needs to do idle hands. I'm just taking notes on it. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you my side of that. I saw that text today. <laughs> <laughs> I do this thing where sometimes I pay attention to my surroundings and sometimes I don't. <laughs> you know what? It's perfectly fine because then I don't feel guilty when I do the exact same thing. No, oh, yeah, that's good, and I love that. I feel like it's an amazing it's an amazing way to to run a partnership. Yes, those are how all of my best uh, friendships, relationships, anything like I'm telling family, you, people, anything. relationship goals. Yeah, the, know that you can just walk away yes. from each other for like two weeks, and everything's gonna be fine. Yes, that is like my favorite <laughs> thing. Like when when people put too much pressure on me to reply to things and to like be attentive to everything all the time, because I'm like, yeah, when I can do it and I feel up to it, sure, yeah, that's great, that's fine. But when I'm not up to it and I'm not feeling it, um, I don't want like sometimes I don't want to speak to a single person in the world. I'm just like, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to talk to anyone or, you know, you know, like it it just happens. I get sometimes it. it's for a day. Sometimes it's for a week. Sometimes it's just random. Sometimes I just feel like that for a few hours, you know, and it's completely random. Like, some, you know, sometimes I, and sometimes it's to the point where I don't want to look at anything. I don't even want to look at my phone. I don't want to like even like have the concept yeah. of like, you know, being able to uh, do you, to tend to anyone. Do um, you do those things consciously? Are you like, some, I'm not going to fucking um, look at my phone today and just set it down sometimes, but not usually. No, I was going to say, cause I do no. that, but I do it completely subconsciously. Yeah. I'll just I, be like, there's... Oh shit, my phone's dead. And I'll go plug it in next to my bed and then realize I haven't looked at my phone for eight hours. Yeah. I'll do that all the time. That's you. Yeah. I would say like 
maybe five to ten percent of the time i'm consciously doing it (laughs) but most of the time i'm just not aware of it whether it's because i just forget about it and i'm not not aware of it or like subconsciously i'm just like i don't want to fucking look at this thing and i don't want to deal with anyone i don't know what it is at any given time but yeah it's usually something like that and that exact same situation that you just mentioned all the time yeah all the time i do that shit all the time yeah that I, i would say if you can't get a hold of me, I plugged my phone in next to my bed and I forgot. Yeah. And I'm out doing something. I don't yeah. know where the fuck I am, but yeah. my phone's sitting next to my bed. It's either that or I'm asleep. <laughs> or frankly, sometimes I look at it and I'm just like, no. We'll do this. We'll do this another time. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'll get back to it. And sometimes like I have full intent to like get back to it maybe 30 minutes from now, maybe right. an hour from now, maybe whenever. And then time just gets the best of me. And then by the time I look at it, I'm like, it's already been so long. I probably shouldn't even reply now because now it's just like, it's too late. You know, it doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. So no, I don't I know. That. It's it's any of those things at any given moment. But uh, yeah. But again, it, it all circles, circles back to my my favorite friendships and just any type of interactions with people. Like it, it works the best for me when we know that we could just add a burp that we could just uh, kind of ignore each other for a bit. And it's like, OK, cool. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. It's good stuff. It's great stuff. It's good stuff. We've had we've had stretches where we've ignored each other for weeks. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, that's definitely happened. It's definitely happened. Yeah, before I moved, I mean, like, we were, like, actively doing, like, recordings and stuff and whatnot, and then we were both just kind of like, eh. Or maybe it was just me. Or no. maybe you. I don't even know. No, but I, think, I know that we even just... even times, like, and, like, the very first time, like, I'll suck your blood kind of fell off. Like, we just, like... Yeah. We're like, hey, re- we're both sick of doing this, The so. reason it <laughs> fell off is because we were just both... Our energies were just feeling kind of weird, and it wasn't, like, toward each other or anything. It was just kind of, like... The show was feeling weird. Like we, yeah. I mean, frankly, we were fucking sick of doing vampire shit every That's week. That's for sure. And but there was, was just, a season where yeah. it was like after that kind of fell off, we we had an excuse before to like talk every week. Yeah. And then like after I was like, we don't have an excuse to talk every week, so we don't we didn't have to talk every week, so we no. didn't, and it's fine. Yeah, that was cool. And then we we texted each other. And I think we were literally just like, hey. We haven't done this in like a couple weeks or a month or something hey, like miss that. You. Let's do something. Yeah, we're like, let's do something. And we hopped on. We we're like, oh yeah, this is cool. Let's do this again. Like, <laughs> miss doing this. Like, sorry, you fell off. <laughs> yep. my bad. But it was. I, I don't think we, we didn't say sorry. No. It's just like we just move on. No, and that's that's why it's it cool. was just. Hey, you want to do a podcast now? Yeah, yeah, I do actually. Let's do something. Yeah. Good it stuff. Can be that easy, guys. It can be that easy. Uh. Idle Hands, <laughs> a movie about <laughs> friendship and connection and community. I kind of really and love chosen this movie. family. I really love this movie. Here's the thing. I was going to wait till the end to say this. I think that I had fun watching this movie. Like I had a good time watching this movie. That's the only reason I love it. I don't have any explanation for it. I just have a lot of fun watching it. Yeah, but I had a good time watching it. I've had a great time talking about it and we hadn't even started the podcast yet that's true like i'm having way more fun just in like re-enjoying it through oh yeah you remember this part oh yeah let's watch this part oh yeah look at that oh there's an alternate ending holy shit let's see what that's about the alternate ending was cool the alternate was cool we have to talk about that at the end yeah 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 for sure uh yeah i mean 
I don't know, man. It's just a fun movie. The most interesting part to me is that uh, Christopher Hart, the the hand guy, he's just a hand guy and everything. Like it's he little is things the like hand that. Guy, like it's not just that. That's the interesting part to me, though. It's just like little tidbits like that all throughout this movie. I feel like there's just a lot of fun stuff packed into this, whether it's background stuff or it's what's just happening on the screen visually or yeah. the, the the funny dialogue and whatnot. And I know the dialogue isn't that, like, I'm not even going to say this is, like, fucking hilarious and, like, grade-A comedy. I don't think it's, like, scary movie level. I don't think it's thanks-killing level. I don't think it's... I don't think it's exactly in that ballpark. I think it's just fun enough and just goofy enough that it's... And, you know, I, I want to compare it to something like maybe like American Pie, Dude's Where, Dude, Where's My Car? But I, I was don't want to put it. Do you it, think it's Dude, Where's My Car level? No, I don't think it's there. Because yeah. Dude, Where's My Car? That's a different universe. <laughs> that shit is funny through and through. It's everything. And this is funny through and through. Like, there's not a lot of missed jokes in it. I feel like sometimes maybe it just falls. I don't know what it's missing. It should have been that, though, right? I feel like it's almost there. Like, I don't know what's missing that doesn't make it, dude, where's my car? Right. But it's not, dude, where's my car? Like, is that a good explanation of this? <laughs> I think it kind of is, it's but not maybe, horror, dude, maybe where's it's my just car? Devin Sawa. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, though. I didn't... No, wait, I want to say I didn't hate him in this, <laughs> and I didn't hate him in this, but at the same time... I talk the most shit about Anton over <laughs> anyone else in this movie, for sure. Aside from, okay, I guess before we get into everything else, I know I already started talking about the actors for a second. That was me trying to, like, move on and get us yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. But before that, I will say I went on a Letterboxd, and I looked at my review of this, which I did in 2021. It was February 26th. All right. I actually thought it was longer than that. Okay. Um... It's a very interesting review. I think it's great. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to read it right now. Let me take a sip of this drink, and then uh, I'm going to get into this. So you guys want to listen to this drink? How did it taste? Describe it to us. I don't know. I just It tasted like uh, losing 300 listeners like that. <laughs> yes. So this was a... Four and a half star review, and I liked it. And I said, <laughs> let's be trying to stall because it's hard for me to read this out loud because I don't know where the fuck I came up with this. This, isn't even, this does not <laughs> sound like something you could have written. All of the ugly guys get the girl in this little flick of the wrist film. It's a sad day for hot women everywhere, and especially Jessica Alba's haircut. But alas... Idle hands prevails. I must have been watching a Rob Schneider movie right before this, you know? <laughs> Rob Schneider is Jessica Alba in this little flick of the wrist film. Oh my god. It's a sad day for hot women everywhere when Rob Schneider is Jessica Alba. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, know, I just found, I know exactly what you. Mean. I just found the animal on VHS the other day, and I know that's probably not a great find, but it just made me happy. It just made me happy. I do remember that movie. Oh, dude, I love it, dude. That movie's fucking bonkers. He had a lot of nipples. I'll tell you that much right now. But yeah, that was my review of Idle Hands from like about a year and a half ago. 
Yeah, I think it's a very solid review. <laughs> yeah, no, it didn't get any traction. Um, anyway, yeah, the hand guy though, uh, did I mention he, he's also like the hand in Adam's family, and he's listed as okay. So I haven't got to Angel yet because I haven't finished Buffy, but he's listed as the hands in Angel. Are I those haven't hands? seen all of Angel. Okay, but I have a feeling it's probably exactly what you're imagining. I feel like it's master hand, but double master hand from. Right. Smash Brothers Melee. I have a feeling it's exactly that. Okay. But cool. I, I actually didn't I didn't get through the spinoff show. Okay. Okay. But that's because I mean What? David Boreanaz. <laughs> what was what's wrong? Uh, it on. is a whole show about him. It's tough. <laughs> I mean like a whole show with that the guy. The thing is, he does I feel like his face only expresses one way. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 distress distress and there's nothing else at you all know times I, you know what i mean like whether he's happy or sad or he's actually in distress i actually i feel like when he's in distress is the only time that he doesn't look so like he looks he's more calm <laughs> he's like okay he just kind of looks like he's thinking it through but any other time he's emoting it's like dear god what the fuck is going on yeah um so maybe we're, i don't know i've never watched angel i've heard it's good maybe Maybe we're just dicks. I have no idea. Yeah, maybe um, I'm being a huge dick. That's possible. But you're right. There is something about, I don't know. And <laughs> not the only Buffy connection in this movie. Is that true? Also true. We have to get into all the cast right now, but go yep. ahead and start with that because this cast list is This isn't cast, so if we want to revisit this tidbit later, we can. No, this let's is, just do it now. This is location-based. Okay, the school is the school from the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Oh, the one with, <laughs> dude, I love that movie. I know, right? <laughs> that movie's so good. I love that movie. <laughs> Who is the detective in that again? It was fucking, um, uh, or not the detective, fucking, because he looked he, like, he looked the, like a detective, yeah, but he was fucking Giles. Giles. He was fucking Giles. It's, uh, 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 uh Sutherland. Do oh, Donald Sutherland, dude. <laughs> it was Donald Sutherland, man. That movie was awesome. Yeah. Fucking Pee-wee. That oh dude, I forgot Pee-wee Herman was in that. Dude, his fucking death Yo. scene. That movie's amazing. So yeah, yeah shared DNA. Really cool. This is just like the ultimate 90s horror flick if you look at all of these little tiny pieces of DNA, you know? Honestly, I would say that if you were going to watch this movie, it would make it a lot more fun to just look into the Easter eggs, the cameos, and everything else that goes into it before you watch it, because it does make it a little more fun. I didn't know all that going into it. I did watch it and just kind of have a fun time anyway. I feel like I was a little hyped up because one of my homies was hyping it up a little more, and we were yeah. watching it together, so that might have, you know, added to the effect, but... I, I mean, watching it a second time, I did still really like it. Yeah, I, I don't at all think that it's a terrible movie. Uh, I do think I appreciate it way more now that I've done a little bit more of a deep dive on it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. So it was... Uh, now, uh, let's, let's talk about the cast. So Cast. This cast is crazy. Okay, the first thing I want to talk about, and it's because... Was it just today or was it yesterday? I can't remember. Um, I just found out today, but Tom DeLonge has reunited with Blink-182 for a Blink. 2023 and 2024 tour. And uh, Tom DeLonge is in this movie. 
Yes. It's like how very, fitting. It's a very brief thing, but it's very fun uh, seeing that. Like when I, I didn't know that when I first watched this movie. Complete <laughs> and, and okay, if anyone listening experienced my first time watching this, it was on a Patreon episode. I did like a commentary, and it was oh, just a okay. commentary track before I put movies with it. So you know, like you'd have to listen to that track over a movie to right. go with it. So I don't know how many people do that. Yeah. But if you did listen to it, um. I did not notice that at first. I was going to say, I, I think this is one of the, the best cameos because I really think it's so subtle that if you don't know to look for it, it's not something that you'll immediately be like, oh, my God, it's time to long. Like, and there's a few of those in this movie. And, I mean, there we could speculate about who got him in this movie, but I almost feel like it's just all Seth Green. I don't know, man. Seth Green's awesome. I love Seth Green so much. I, like, I don't know. Maybe maybe and, I'm biased. And I just because... love everything that he's done. And reading a quote from him from an old interview is another one of the reasons why, like, I kind of came around on the movie a little bit more, and and I'm a little bit more impressed with it than I was. And what was the quote? Uh, that's whenever he was talking about uh, some of the issues with production because someone was kind of just like, "Hey, bro, like, what the fuck happened with Idle Hands?" <laughs> He was like, on paper, this should have been amazing. You know? Well, because it bombed, yeah, right? It, it bombed, bombed hard. Horrible. Let me look at the information right now. You go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, and essentially, he kind of went into it, and he's like, well, I think that you know, there was kind of three different groups of people, and they were all making different movies. He's like, me and the boys, like the cast, we were making one movie that we wanted to make. Oh, this bombed hard. Hard. I knew this bombed hard, but I didn't realize it's how. Bad. Okay, it had a $25 million budget. It made four million dollars, and I'll give them the point two because they need that. <laughs> four million dollars with an added two hundred on it. Oof! Oh my god, <laughs> that is. But yeah, he talked a lot. He that's talked a lot about the disconnect between everybody. The director kind of wanted to do it this way. the The cast was kind of like vibing on this other thing, and then like the production company came in with their notes and that's whenever they reshot the ending and all of that stuff. And he's like, so I don't really think that like we were acting the way that we acted because of the original ending. And then yeah, all of yeah. a sudden this new ending is just tagged on. So like it could feel very disjointed for people. And that might also be a problem. I'm not going to lie though. Okay. At this point we should just talk about the alternate ending because there was a thing where it does seem like maybe a producer, like, you know, we're egging this guy on like, tell right. him, like, yo, you got to say this. Cause the director pops in, uh, what is it? Rodman Flender, Flender, Felcher, Flender, Flender. It is Flender, right? Yep. Cause Flunder. I always wanted to make it Flenderman. <laughs> you wanted to say fl like Flenderman or something like that. Yeah. And I wanted to say Fletch. <laughs> so, uh, Flender. It's Flender, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Flounder. Uh, whatever. Um, oh, that's rude. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, it kind of seems like the producers, like, you know, telling him what to say uh, when he's introducing the alternate ending and letting you watch it and whatnot. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's this weird, almost like culty, like, oh, is the producer off screen holding a gun to your head and making you say this? Because he's like, no, I want to make it clear that I think that the the ending we went with is the right ending. But <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though, when they do mention and not even just I don't know if this all just came from his mouth. I don't remember if we read something or if it was someone else that said this as well. But the ending, the alternate ending being disjointed and feeling different from the rest of the movie. 
It does. And that doesn't necessarily make a movie bad. Right. That doesn't necessarily, you know, fuck everything up. Yeah. Things can be weird at the end. But then again, I guess the main example I'm thinking of is Hereditary and... But then again, I don't hate. I like the ending of that movie, but I just don't like everything before it. So I don't know where that logic, uh, like, you know, relates to this. Anyway, I do think the alternate ending is very disjointed and very different from the one that we received and that you get if you just watch the DVD or just the rented or anything. Right. Um. But I don't know. I I do like the ending that we got. I like I like if I you, had to you choose though, if I right? had to choose one I I prefer the alternate ending okay because it's it's very bonkers it is pretty bonkers and I will say I I like that right. side of it a lot and I think visually cool as fucking crazy honestly you know what it made me think of is just one of those movies that continuously ups the ante and probably the best director that we found that does this is Ken Russell. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I was thinking of like the devils and like, right? I was and thinking of the Layer of, of the White States Worm and, and like all that stuff. Because he did Layer too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 100%. And like I want to watch a Ken Russell movie right now. <laughs> I love and that man so, so much. So in the alternate ending, there's this crazy swimming pool scene where the swimming pool, swimming pool turns into a portal to hell. And like that whole thing for me was like super Kent Russell. <laughs> You're right. You're right, because he... It, it, <laughs> it was like altered states at the end where like that whole room turned into yeah. a whirlpool and you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> no, yeah, you're you're definitely right. <laughs> so yeah, I vibed with the alternate ending, but that's not what... That's not that's not canon, so... Ugh. So we'll move on. My apologies, my allergies are going off and my throat is very scratchy at the moment. Um, So yeah, you're... Uh, this, this Indiana weather is... Uh, Getting getting in my throat a bit. I'm it's a little a dry. I'm a, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a few hum- humidifiers. You, you know should. what I mean? Uh, it's a little dry sometimes. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'll work on that. We'll get there. So as for the cast, we've already mentioned Devin Sawa. He's our main person. He's Anton Tobias. We have Seth Green, who we've again already mentioned. He is Mick. He's not the main character. He, he's one of the main characters. He's the best friend of our main character Anton. Um, we also have Eldon Henson who I know best as Foggy. Um, the man. Yeah, dude, from fucking uh, Daredevil, man. I mean, I I love Foggy. He's a really cool character. I love Daredevil, too. I know you haven't watched. I've only the watched the first season. So it's, oh, which I has a decent watched amount the of, first episode. First season. I got through oh, the first season. Oh, okay, okay. So I've okay. seen a decent amount of Foggy. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I like his character a yeah, lot. Yeah, he's great. And then uh, the other chick in that, too. Uh, why am I blanking her name? Uh, it's Deborah Ann Wool. Uh, she's Karen Page in that, but she is also in True Blood. Oh. So I've, I don't know. Maybe maybe I have ties to Daredevil that just kind of bring me in a little more. But I, I, Daredevil's awesome, man. I can't believe you didn't like Daredevil. I don't know what it was. I don't know. Daredevil's awesome. Marvel man. in general, it's, it's been a struggle for me lately. I feel like Daredevil is like the Breaking Bad of superhero TV yeah. shows. Yeah, that's cool. 100%. You just gave me a that's crazy right now, and I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's Penub. Or is, or is it Penub? It's Penub. It's Penub, Because they do right? pronounce it okay. in the show. They say it out loud, and it's Penub. That's so funny. There's a whole, like, backstory to this that's like an inside joke about, like, SNL. And it's... James explained it to me. We read it together. Yeah. He read it on his own. We read it together. 
I'm not even going to try to elaborate this or explain this right now. Nope. If you want to go farther into it, if you want to watch the SNL bit, like you might get a little further into this, but it's like, that's what Seth Green and fucking Penub, <laughs> Mick and Penub, I should say it like that, Mick because I guess that's part of the inside joke. Um, Yeah, yeah, I'm... I'm already going too far into this, dude. Yeah. It's so confusing. It's something about something that Eddie Murphy said on SNL. I don't know. Okay. Great. I haven't seen that bit personally. I was going to say, it's, it's, it seems like a deep cut. <laughs> it's like a very deep cut. And like, it. I guess if it's an SNL bit, it's something that you could feasibly look into. Yeah, you could and, probably find it. Yeah, but uh, we didn't do that. We got Jessica Alba. <laughs> she plays Molly. 17 years old in this movie. Yep. He was really young in this. That's pretty crazy because, I mean, what other roles did she do before this? How long has she been acting? Uh, That's a great question. Because I guess I... I feel like her that... big break wasn't until she was, like, probably, like, 19 or something. Her first credit was Camp Nowhere in 1994. Damn. And then The Secret World of Alex Mack. Yeah. I haven't seen any of... Uh, you know what that is? I don't know what that is. Oh, it was a Nickelodeon show. Okay. I never yeah. watched it. I wasn't, uh, I don't think good. that was my era. I think it was like, it's early. It ended in 98. That was the year after I was born. Yeah. So really, yeah, I don't think I was, did that not rerun at all? Cause I feel like I've never even seen that name anymore. Dude, it was some of those live action Nickelodeon shows didn't really get reruns. I will say they kind of, they kind of rebooted that show with, um, Alan Strange. I don't know if you remember that at all. There was a show called Alan Strange, and it was like this kid who was like an alien. And it, I don't know. It was very similar. So. It was very similar to Alex Mack because she like got superpowers from like a radioactive truck. I can't remember, but they both had a similar vibe. But like one mm. was a one was about a dude, one was about a chick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not familiar with either of them. <sighs> I don't recognize that anything that uh, would have been like her big break. Maybe Dark Angel. Yeah. Uh, she's listed as f in 42 episodes in Dark Angel from 2000 to 2002. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Is that? Oh, no, it, it's not above. I think everything I've, I've I've seen this before, and I think every time I saw it, I thought it was like another spinoff, you know, maybe. <laughs> Just be like, oh, yeah, Dark Angel. Cool. Uh, Angel no, it's Dark not that. Angel. But she's the main chick in that. Richard Gunn's in that, too. I Michael mean, Weatherly. I mean, she'll never not be the chick in Sin City to me. For sure. Yeah, since it is definitely one of the things I think about. Uh, that wasn't one of the first things I saw her in, though. Uh, to me, she's always... Uh, can you guess? Bro, she's Sue Storm from fucking Storm. Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> like, forever. Okay, fun fact. That original 2005 Fantastic Four movie, I can't tell you how many times I watched that when I was younger. That's hilarious. That was probably my favorite superhero movie. And I haven't watched that since, but to this day, I would probably still love it if I turned it on and watched it right now <laughs> just because of the nostalgia and, like, how much I fucked with that. Yeah. Um, Never Been Kissed. That was pretty big. Mm, yeah, I never saw that, but I've heard of it. Anyway, yeah, this looks like it was... This is a movie before she was big. Yeah, I think right? so. I mean, she was on two hi uh, two episodes, two hills, two episodes of Beverly Hills, 90210. She was in Punks. Uh, punks didn't go anywhere, I could tell you that right now. But yeah, never, or I guess maybe Never Been Kissed, too. That came out the same year. Looks like it came out right before. Holy shit, I didn't know she was, I didn't realize she's in Punks. 
Yeah, honestly, I don't remember either. that movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh I'd... my god, that's her in Punks. Yeah, man. I mean, it came out the same year as this movie. Did... Wait, that was ninety nine. Also, that was also ninety nine. Oh wow. That's wow. Crazy. So she was in. So Punks, Never Been Kissed, and Idle Dude. Hands all in the same year. Do you remember? Is I that what spawned the... her? I remember the song from Punks. <laughs> Kinda. I don't. It was like. We are the punks. Oh my god, yes. Protecting the underdog. The punks. Okay, yeah, you just brought me back. <laughs> I couldn't tell you anything about that movie, but like I do remember, I remember like seeing part. Okay, we got to like watch punks and just see what that's we all should. about now. Oh shit. Wow, it was PG. Funny. Why do I almost feel like it was worse probably just cuz I saw it really young and yeah. I didn't know what the fuck what was going on. Uh Anyway, yeah. That's just crazy. Jessica so, Alba's in punks. So very early Jessica Alba is in this. Um, Vivica Fox, which, awesome, dude. I It's such a weird role, though, because you expect her to be her in Kill Bill. You expect her to be Vernita Green, dude. And she, like, she seemed like she is for a while, but honestly, it's just because you don't see much of her right. for most of the movie, and you kind of forget about her, and then when she pops back in, she, just, she basically does the equivalent of falling on her ass. No, no, she actually falls on her ass. <laughs> to be fair, she gets hit by a car, but she does fall on her ass. I would say she gets, like, lightly tapped by that car. <laughs> but she gets annihilated. <laughs> she gets destroyed. And it's not what I expected from her in this film whatsoever, <laughs> but it is just, it's kind of funny, you know? It, Dude, it, uh, Vivica A. Fox as Debbie Liqueur. Le- oh my God. <laughs> didn't, didn't they call her Debbie Liquor at one point? They, yeah. were like, they were like, hey, Debbie Liquor. And she goes, it's Liqueur. Liqueur. <laughs> It it's it it's my favorite part of the movie. It's pretty great. Like her great. her is my favorite part of the movie. She's she's just amazing. She's definitely up there with Seth Green. Yeah, she fucking cracks me up in this shit. It's like her Seth Green. That actually might be it. Actually, you know what? I think you're onto something. <laughs> I mean, you know, because everything else, I'm having like I said, I'm having fun with this, but there are standouts. Yeah, for sure. There are definitely standouts. Even though I like uh, Foggy Nelson, I'm going to be honest. He's a person that Eldon Henson, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. Mm. He's Foggy Nelson to me from Daredevil. That's where I. That's where he was really cemented to me, so he's always going to be Foggy Nelson. Now he's Penub. Penub is crazy. Um, he's cool, but every time he's on screen, Seth Green is right next to him. And I'm not going to lie, kind of just outshining him yes that's the exact <laughs> word that i was about to say and yes that is what he is doing to him oh man just seth green everything about him is his, his comedic timing his fucking facial expressions and just like tiny little like micro mannerisms that just add to his performance dude, okay dude like, blows me away and like you mentioned before before we started this uh you were like dude a robot chicken and this is something that i've i don't know why i've battled with for a long time but, you know, I grew up watching Robot Chicken. Loved it. It yeah. was some of the most outlandish thing, at least Amazing. in my mind, when I was, you know, younger. Yeah. I mean, obviously now, if you're just getting into Robot Chicken, maybe if there was, like, younger listeners or something, and you see it, you're like, oh, you know, this is... I've seen this before. Sure. At the time... Dude, at the time... There was nothing like Robot Chicken. <sighs> nothing. I mean, like, 
When when did Celebrity Deathmatch come out? Was that around the same time? Uh, I think it was before. It was before. It was before. So um, I guess that's kind of in the ballpark. Yeah. You know, this Which, stuff like that. But... I've been watching a lot of Celebrity Deathmatch lately. Oh, you have? It's on Paramount <laughs> Plus. Okay. So I noticed that the other day, and <laughs> um, I realized that I need to start watching more yeah. Celebrity Deathmatch because I haven't watched it probably since I was a kid. I literally haven't watched it since it was on the air, like when I was yeah. watching it in the 90s as a kid. Yeah. And, oh, my God, that show is great. Also on Paramount Plus that I've been watching a lot of is Crank Yankers. I forgot how great I don't know that what shit that is. was. It's a... It's a prank We're really call show. showing our age gap to everyone right now. I know, right? right? Huh. It's, a, it's a prank call show that Jimmy Kimmel came up with, but they reenact the prank calls after they record them with puppets. Why does this feel familiar? I don't know that I've seen this. Yeah, it was a Comedy Central show. It might have just like you might have seen like an ad or something. Okay, or an old rerun. They yeah, played yeah. it for a while, but dude, that shit's great because they get celebrities to do it. Like, there's an episode where Eminem does a fucking prank call. Okay. It's hilarious. Wait, I have to have seen that at some point. Yeah. There's no way. Okay, anyway. Um, you know, you know Kim's listening to this right now, just like seething. She's, She's losing like, her I mind. See everything, Eminem. <laughs> what are you talking about? My name is Kim Wilson. Him and Eminem and Anum and Nama spaghetti. <laughs> You know she's listening, just thinking that right now. She's so mad right now. <laughs> but uh, what I was saying is, for the longest time, like Robot Chicken, I, I I remember when the when I first heard that Seth Green was like involved in it, and I know that I heard that he created it, and for some reason yeah. in my head I was just like, what? No, no way. And like it sounds like something he could do. Because that guy's a genius. He's fucking hilarious. He Why really wouldn't is. he think of Robot Chicken? But I think when I first heard of that, I was younger, and I only knew him from a few things. Right? You're like, oh, that's just that guy who's in that that thing. Yeah. You know. You know. I mean, I don't know what I knew him for very specifically earlier. I know. I know that I knew of him before that '70s show. Yeah. But like, I remember watching that '70s show, and I was, I don't know, when did that '70s show come out? I mean, now I'm second guessing myself. Two thousands. Was it early to that? It was 98. Was it 98? So that makes sense Damn. then. So that makes sense then. I yeah. probably saw that 70s show very early, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's that guy, you know? Right. Um, But I didn't really associate him with anything. And every time I heard, like, Robot Chicken, I kind of just forgot about that or maybe just suppressed it because, I don't know, I just didn't want to believe it. Yeah. But Seth Green is fucking hilarious. I feel like when I was younger, I didn't want to believe he was hilarious. <laughs> maybe that was the thing. You kind of don't because when you see him, you kind of want to hate him, you know? It's some of the roles he plays, but obviously, you know, you're a fucking actor. Like, you right, do that. Yeah. So I might have just seen some role where he's just being annoying, and I'm like, all right, go away. I'm a young idiot. Yeah. So <laughs> nah, I, dude, just, I fucking love Seth Green. I dismiss him, but I think he's... Did you ever watch Without a Paddle? I've seen parts of it. It's, seen, a, like, it's a me- dumb movie, okay. but I yeah, fucking yeah. love it. I haven't finished it, but I know I've started it just because I, kn- I was on a Seth Green binge for a while where <laughs> I just wanted to see, like, anything that had him. Yeah, absolutely. Um... Yeah, I uh, I think Seth Green is like one of the most most enjoyable people Iconic. to look at on screen. <laughs> like just like not, not, not like he's a beautiful man. He's, he's a good looking guy. He's a good looking guy. He's cool. Man. But I, I said not in the way that he is. You know, like dude, no homo, dude. Whatever, you know. <laughs> I've heard anybody say no homo in like twenty years. <laughs> no, that's the thing. We're on the nostalgia trip right now. We're going back to nineties and early two thousands. I remember in middle school when everyone was walking around going, 
no homo. No homo. <laughs> hey, Dude, bro, no, no homo. But I, remember, like... I remember when someone would like lightly pat you on the shoulder and be like, no homo, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> or like if they saw uh, like two guys hugging each other, be like, no homo, bro. No homo. No homo. <laughs> Dude, like the the early like up until probably like, I mean, it was still like, I feel like still lingering around after 20, like uh 12 13 yeah it was still lingering you know but i feel like early 2000s up until at least like 2010 no homo went crazy no homo went crazy for sure no homo went way too crazy it did what's the modern version of no homo there isn't now yeah there's got to be something is there there's got to be I don't know if there is. I think I think that was a time. That was a period. I got way. I'm, I'm getting too many things are going through my head that I shouldn't say. We, we haven't even on. started the movie. <laughs> oh, you're getting crazy. Whoa, whoa, chill, I'm, chill. I'm not getting crazy. All right, cancel James. I, I'm just thinking of a lot of funny jokes that I probably just shouldn't say. All right, we got to cancel James. Canceled. Look, jokes are done, dude. I know, right? I've told you this before. We can't do that. <laughs> We don't joke anymore. <laughs> All right, we got to get through this cast list because this is crazy. Because it just keeps going, bro. This is crazy. The movie starts out with Fred Willard. Yes. And I kind of always forget what I know him from, but I definitely know him from Anchorman and Harold and Kumar. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know what else, but you if you look at Fred Willard, just look him up real quick. You've seen him in anything. If you don't know who he is off the top of your head, you might. You probably do. Oh, yeah. Depending on who you are, you probably do. You'll because recognize he's him. You'll everywhere. recognize him as a dad from something. Oh, 100 You'll be like, oh, yeah, he's a dad in something that I saw once. And then you'll almost want him to just be a dad in things that you haven't seen him in. <laughs> like, I associate him as every dad. He uh, he he has, like, major... Who's that guy? Is it... Is, what's his name? Dick... Um, Warlock? No. I <laughs> know <laughs> you're not talking about him. Uh, uh, Miller. He kind of has, like, Dick, out, Dick Miller energy. The dude from Chopping Mall. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 the blood bucket one. Bucket of blood. Yeah, yeah, Bucket yeah. of blood. I love that movie. Yeah, he kind of has that energy, which I love. I don't look at him as a dad. I guess you look that's at him true. as a dad? What, no. what energy are you talking about? Just like. He reminds. Fred World reminds me of the uh, the guy from Motel Hell. Uh, Farmer. Okay. Farmer. Yeah, Vi- yeah, yeah. Farmer Vincent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I can get on board with that. Farmer Vincent's fritters. He, he, yeah, 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 yeah. I can get on board with that. He reminds me of that. Or, or, um. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Do you think he could be a Fokker? Maybe. You know, like, instead of Robert De Niro. Yeah. We have Fred Willard in Meet the Fockers. Like, I don't oh, want be- Robert De Niro replaced. Or maybe, or maybe, or maybe it's like I don't Robert think, De Niro's character's look, brother. Fred Willard could easily teach Jinx the cat to like, you know, pee in that fucking toilet. <laughs> you know, like when he's like peeing on his own in the toilet. Fred uh, Willard could do that, dude. I just, I, I love him. He's great. Robert De Niro, yeah, he's a great guy. Also great, dude. Robert De Niro and Jackie Brown. Mm, Jackie Brown. That's good. That's stuff. a movie. That's my favorite Tarantino movie. Yeah. Hands down. Makes sense. Goes crazy, man. Yeah. Goes crazy. Yep. Now we're talking. I, I almost was going to give talked you a list. We talked about I was going to give you a list. Um, <laughs> we'll get into that. We've probably already done that. On, I'm sure like, you have. On like the death proof. Movie. Yeah, we we definitely already did that. Um, did we talk about Tom? We did talk about Tom DeLonge. Yep. 
uh, we got Kyle Gass as a burger guy. In yeah, this. Like Kyle see, Gass is just in there for half a second. It's kind of hard to recognize him. I feel like Dead Meat like pointed him out pretty well. Yeah. But uh, that's uh, James Janice uh, from the Dead Meat channel. I'm sure you guys know. If you know about horror, you know about him. Um, you found him before you found this show. Let's be sure. honest. Yeah, there's no way, right? <laughs> I mean, like maybe you did it, but I doubt it. <laughs> or you're lying. <laughs> but... I'm pretty sure he spotted him out pretty well. I couldn't do it, so no. that seemed to be the I closest. I would not have caught that. The Offspring is in this, which yep. I almost want to say good get, but I almost want to say, was it that hard? <laughs> the Offspring around 99 99, they were jumping at the chance to be in a movie. Oh, of course. There was a lot of like I never 90s knew. and early 2000s teen movies that have The Offspring. Not just the offspring, but, but or someone like bands. them. No, not you're right. Bands, but like, you know, yeah. There's a lot of movies that have like a weird cameo from a band like that. Switch to any channel, and some forty one will probably be on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, rather... <laughs> 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 oh god. Uh, if a kid was a kid, you knew my name. I know another one you're done in New Magnet High School. <laughs> Behave. Oh, God. At my age. He's not stopping. Waste my twine. <laughs> Become another casualty of society. <laughs> All right, we can move on. You'll never fall in loin. <laughs> never fall in loin. <laughs> Back down, <laughs> dude. Okay, I had to do that because you don't know how fucking hard I listened to that song when I was, I was like, I was, I was, I was watching yeah, the music man. video and every that every time they fucking hit that, you know, when they would hit the like the fucking the scene would switch and it would like go crazy or like the <laughs> screen would shake or something like fucking stupid and then you would always see like their spiky hair and I was like oh yeah oh, dude fucking, yeah dude wear, wear baggier blue jeans dude <laughs> that shit's sweet where'd you get those jinkos <laughs> why did why is the guy in Offspring called Noodles <laughs> I don't know I feel like yeah. I never. I might have noticed that at some point because I was I was fucking with the. If you look up Caleb Boy Fifty Two on YouTube, you'll find a Club Penguin music video of me definitely doing some Offspring shit. I don't um, hate the Offspring. No, I don't either. Like they had that one song that was like cool. What yeah. Was the, what's the What's the most known song again? I can't remember. Is if that I, that? Is that the? You're gonna go far, kid. You're gonna go far. That's the kid. one. I like that one. With a thousand Dude, that's a really good one. Like, my ADHD peeps will understand. Like, understimulated, turn that one on really loud. There's just so much fucking going on. There's as soon a as lot it happening in that song. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, that'll put you in your place real quick. Uh, yup. Uh, apparently Ricky Martin is in this. I didn't see that. Yeah, I, I, I tried to, I tried to get a little bit more info on it, and apparently it is uncredited, but they say he's in it. Okay. That must be a hard catch. Like that's the thing about this. They they're like, oh, this guy's in. This is in, blah blah blah. Some of them are hard to catch, but uh, anyway, the writers I'm not really too concerned with, and I'm sorry, it's no offense. I just don't. I don't recognize anything that they've done for the most part. Like they've done some things, but maybe it's like a TV episode of something, or like you know, that's crazy. But that's though. not the stuff that I look at. 
They did like some Mighty Morphin Mighty Morphin Power Rangers episodes before oh, this. Shit. But that was it. They wrote like one episode of like two different series of Mighty Morphin, I'm pretty sure. And then they went to this. And I think they're two people that work together. It's Terry Hughes yeah. Barton and Ron uh, Milbauer. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure when I looked at it, it was a bunch of similar credits. Yeah. So I think they're like, you know, kind of a team. Writing kind of thing. partners, yeah. Um, but yeah, they didn't really do anything before this. Not nearly anything after that I want to talk about. And Man, that's crazy. Because we're already so off topic, so I don't need to. You know. But like, I don't know. I, I feel like I enjoyed this enough that like, I didn't think the writing was bad. I didn't think it was terrible. No. So like the fact that they haven't really done much else, like I don't know, I'm just kind of surprised. I think they've done some TV stuff that's interesting enough that they wouldn't be bad writers, but it's just I don't I don't know what they've done else. I don't know what else they've done with their career, and it's also like for the time that this came out. Yeah, I'm confused because we've talked about that before. I'm always confused. Like, what do you do? They have to have just some connections. That's always what it is, or just someone that you know proteges them, or like you know watches them, or like is a friend or a collaborator yeah. that's just like. Hey, I know they do good work. I know that you're looking for someone. They'll do this for you. Right. It has to be something like that, right? Yeah. So I don't know. This was directed by Rodman Flender. Mentioned him a few things about times, I believe, but the uh, Flenderman himself. It's just such a weird name. He directed Leprechaun Two. Awesome. I love Leprechaun Two. That's the one where, like, if uh, like a girl sneezes three times, they're like Leprechaun's wife. I don't get the logic behind it exactly, <laughs> but um, like it's very interesting to me. Oh, I need to, I need to, I need to watch it. It's great. I'm sure that I have seen at least a part of it because I mean, when they do those leprechaun marathons, you just catch random shit sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't seen it enough to actually be able to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So I should watch it. I think you should, because now I'm a Flender fan. You're a Flender man. <laughs> is what you're saying i'm a flender man this has a 6.2 out of 10 on imdb a 3.1 out of 5 on letterbox and rotten tomatoes critics gave it a 15 percent, while the audience gave it a 58 um another thing about this it was supposed to release on halloween it ended up releasing what was it february july something i don't remember when it released april after that april oh you're right yeah okay yep. april um that makes sense because uh, wasn't it 10 days after Columbine? Yeah. So I'm sure if you're familiar with horror movies, and especially horror movies around the 90s or early 2000s or something like that, you're probably aware that many, many movies were affected by the Columbine massacre. Yeah. And this was one of them that fell into that. It didn't really matter if there were guns involved or if it was violence or anything. It Basically, if there were teenagers and there was killing or violence of any sort, yep. it was affected. And this one kind of did, like, throw me off a little bit because, I mean, there were a lot. Like, I mean, the most notable, I'm sure the one that everyone knows about is Scream. Yeah. Because I I don't, was it two or three? I'm trying to remember the years they came out. It was either two or three or something like that, I believe. Yeah. Um, But it was also affected by that. I think two. No, that's my math is right. right. Yeah. If I'm remembering dates correctly. So, yeah, I mean, other movies were affected by it, but this one was very weird to me because I feel like it's just so... Obviously, we're never undermining what happened and the murders and everything right. else. It's an awful thing. But it's just, you know, when things like that happen, I feel like America has the tendency to overreact and and obviously not toward that, but point in the wrong direction, you know? Yes. I don't I don't think idle hands really applied nah. to this. It's a movie about a hand 
running around and like I mean it gets microwaved. <laughs> also happens in Gremlins, which is basically seen as a family friendly horror film. I don't know. It, it, it makes me sad that twenty five million dollars were spent on this movie, and it only made made four billion at the box office. And there were even like news outlets that were speaking like stuff like this is a fucking danger right. to society, and it depicts like teens doing this and that. Blah, blah blah. Like it's a movie. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, so let's uh, go ahead and get into the timeline. So, I mean, right off the bat, we got to talk about the opening credits, which is just the most 90s thing you've ever seen in your entire life. It's just like weird zoomed in shots of like paint or chemicals. Is it supposed to be blood? I don't know. <laughs> the fucking credits are popping up on front of it. It looks like a, a weird grunge music video. Yeah, I would say that's what the whole movie kind of feels like. Just a weird grunge music video. It, you know, you know one of those those 90s videos where you expect to see uh, an old man with his shirt off in black and white? Yes. Yeah. That's the Did that not happen in this? <laughs> okay, I got you. I'm following. According to the soundtrack, it did. If you look at the soundtrack, it definitely happened. So, okay, the beginning of the movie and the really whole setup for the whole thing is that Devon Sawa's parents die. There's just yeah. this whole back and forth, and I guess we really don't need to explain all of it, because it's basically just, like, the wife and the husband going, like, hey, uh, there's something down there. Nah, there's nothing down there. Maybe it's uh, the dog, whatever. Okay, it's not. Okay, go down there. And then you hear noises that basically mean, um, yeah, Fred is dead. Yeah, we don't get a, we don't get a great look at Fred's death. We do get a great look at... Well, I guess not a great look, but we get an interesting look <laughs> at uh, the mom's death. Yeah, we get a little better one, a little better uh, peek into that one. A, l- a little bedwetter. Yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Do you want to say anything else about the, the death right there? Because I, I want to say a lot more about just the introduction of Devin Sauer than I do. Because I feel like as... The movie hasn't started Look, yet, right? Because <laughs> here's the thing. Dude. Yes, because here's the thing. His parents die. Correct. He doesn't give a shit. Why should I give a shit? That's true. He has no reaction to it. He doesn't realize they're dead for a good while. And when he finally does, does not care. Does not care. There is zero, like, just anything. No, nope. He doesn't even really? have a reaction, and if no I'm being one, honest. No one really cared. No, and I mean... Seth Green and Foggy Nelson. This is probably so confusing. He's not Foggy in this, but I'm going to keep calling him Foggy Nelson. And then Seth Green. <laughs> Seth Green and Foggy Nelson. So Seth Green and Foggy Nelson, they don't give a shit about anything about them. And that, okay, aside from all the tidbits and whatnot, my favorite, favorite part of the movie is just them. Yeah. Every bit of them. Before they die, after they die and become undead. I guess we haven't mentioned that yet. If you haven't seen the movie, you don't know, but... They're going to become undead pretty soon. Everything about who they are is my favorite thing. 
They have no care in the world. They have no worries. Their agenda is whatever's fun. Yep. At any given moment. And that that moment to moment. Yes. And that that overpowers anything around them. <laughs> and I love that. It's great. They're great. The characters are done really really well. Um so yeah, they're dead. Anything else about them being dead? No. Cool. Um before I let you go on with this timeline thing, uh I like I said, I didn't write a lot of notes. But my main note, I'd say half of them are just me talking shit on... Just razzing on Anton? <laughs> okay, great. So so we open up on Anton. Yes, we do. Who lives in an unfinished attic. That's fair. I'd do that. Okay. I w- With as many yeah. times as you've called me complaining about bugs, I don't think you would do that. Okay, maybe I will Look, if there's a giant <laughs> hornet in there, no. Count me out. Look, you keep telling me these big mosquitoes don't mess with me, but one of them shot at me like a cannon earlier, landed on my That's arm. really interesting I behavior. S- I saw it try to stick something in my hand. I didn't stick around to see the outcome. I think that was one of those FBI mosquitoes. Okay, well, there's one sitting right here looking like a fool. It was trying to give you 5G. Right in front of us. So, Oh, that's one of those 5G tower bugs? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we got those around here. All right. Well... Not for long. So, also in his to access his bedroom, he has to pull down like like a full on staircase ladder. Call me the exterminator. <laughs> like, could you? Yes, imagine? he does. Like, it's the, in the middle of the night, you're like, oh, I gotta piss. Like, oh shit, I have to fucking open up the goddamn ladder and climb down a ladder just to use the bathroom. Like, what is this teenager living in this unfinished attic? I don't understand. I get it. Angsty teenagers don't want to be in the main house. They want to be separated. So he needs to be somewhere where he has to go through tribes and tribulations just to <laughs> get to a bathroom. <laughs> uh, so that also sets us up on the setting of the film because it's obviously California because there's no way you're you're getting away living in an attic year round pretty much anywhere else. California, bro. This is why I felt like home watching this movie, bro. <laughs> you know, I'm a little homesick, bro. <laughs> I miss the sandy beaches. And uh, we, we open up on... Uh, we got a headphone scene, and I... Love headphone scenes in movies. I have been watching a lot of Impractical Jokers, and there was a scene where this guy was wearing big headphones, you know, and then Joe kept telling him to put them on and off, or maybe it was, I think it was Murray, actually. Kept telling him to put them on and off, and then someone ran him some big headphones, he went to their desk and then popped back up with some big headphones. I was trying to talk shit, but you're right, pretty funny. (laughs) You got me. It just never fails for me. In any movie, I mean, it's usually horror movies because you need a reason for the person not to be able to hear anything, right? So that something can sneak up on them. 100%. And they definitely overuse the fuck out of that in this. Mm-hmm. But, I love it every fucking time. But also, they kind of underuse it at the same time. Well, you that's, know? that's like, because none of the reveals in this movie are actually that shocking. No, not... Yeah, <laughs> no, no. But... <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Do you want to start going in on uh, on Devin Sauer, or do you want me to do it? Hey, if you've got a list. Uh... I don't exactly have a list, but I have an introduction. <laughs> okay, go right ahead. So, this guy. 
he immediately gives off angsty Kyle energy, and he scratches his balls Kyle's. with a back scratcher before trying to use a remote with the same back scratcher. Look, I'm lazy. I live a ridiculous life where I sit back and smoke <laughs> weed and watch Impractical Jokers. So am I that far off? No, I'll give you that. I recognize... Real recognizes real. Let me switch that up. Anyway, I can scratch my balls with my own hand, and I'm here to tell you that a back scratcher isn't going to get you to the desired TV show with your remote. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, I would suggest picking it up, and you know, if you want to truly be a lazy plague on society, like a true lazy piece of absolute human garbage that shouldn't belong anywhere on this earth, then I'm going to tell you from experience, you got to pick up the remote on your own. You got to pick up the remote, all right? So, Devin, you proceeded to smoke a bowl out of your asthma inhaler. That's crazy. (laughs) That isn't what you should do. Cue sublime. Because we're in California. (laughs) They do play, they play Santeria twice in this movie. I practice Santeria. (laughs) I don't have a bad fish now. And it's the wrong way. Smoke two joints. (laughs) Jailhouse. It is sublime. Damn, that was, you know what I mean? That was artistic. So this fucking idiot (laughs) <laughs> this is later in the movie. I just I just wrote a lot of Devin Sour things, I think, in a row. <laughs> later on, he's going to get a ticket. And this isn't that later on, so it's fine. But he's going to get a ticket from these uh, douchebags who are like his kind of friends from high school. I think they were older friends in high school or something. Right. Graduated earlier. They're cops now. But they're still like little like snickering douches, which I guess, whatever. Um, <laughs> they come up to him and they give him a ticket. And they're like, yeah, it's for this episode. Empty bag of weed. <laughs> and he's like, it's empty. They're like, yeah, you fucking idiot. Well, disorderly fucking dickheadness. And they give him a ticket. And he goes home and he rips it up. And I'm like, all right, buddy. All right, buddy. That doesn't negate your ticket. And he's acting like it does. And then at one point earlier, and we're going to get to this. <laughs> Seth Green and Foggy hang on, Nelson. Hang on, hang on. He doesn't only rip up that ticket. He You're also, right. he no, also I'm rolls getting to it. it. I'm getting to it. Okay. Seth Green and Foggy Nelson put it in his mind that you can smoke nutmeg <laughs> mixed with oregano. <laughs> and then you all of a sudden, he's like, ha ha ha, good job, dicks. And that's so funny. And then he's doing it. And he's not even like, look. I've heard of, and it might be, I guess, grimy, whichever way you look at it, if you look at it in a certain way. I've heard of smoking joints at a Bible paper. All right, look, yeah, I've done it. If you're going to push me against the wall, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I smoked the fucking seven angels, three angels, however many there were, 11. I don't know. Whatever. They're in my lungs. Fuck them. Anyway. <laughs> look. There's a, lot, heard, there's a lot of ink on that paper. Look, I know. I've heard of that. It's dumb. That's what I was getting to. Not smart to do that. The ticket? The ticket isn't that isn't that on glossy paper? No, I don't know. It's those it's those uh, ones. It's those ones that do the carbon copy. Yeah. Because oh. like they keep the they keep the underneath part. Which side do you keep? You keep the oh, I think the top they part. give you the top part. 
Nah, he's an idiot. <laughs> nah, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> you, they give you like would, the thickest, like yeah, real piece say, of paper. I'd part. get over it if he had like the pink or the yellow. Right? Yeah. He has the white. I think no. he has the white. Hey, you're right because it was white. I think that's so the part they give you're you. You're a piece of shit, Devin Sawa. <laughs> you're Devin. you're a fucking bozo, and he seals this nutmeg oregano joint with his dog saliva. Yeah. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> And I hate you. You have the smallest reaction to dead parents I've ever witnessed. Also true. Fuck you. All right, go on. Go, that, that's all I have for now. Hang on. I'm just seeing a... <laughs> oh, here's a funny thing. Like, uh, If you hear pages turning, it's because James literally has notes on notebook paper. Fuck, it's, baby. it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> James, uh, we're we're going big on the ASMR and like the physical, <laughs> like or like the actual, like you know, we're getting all the sound effects in. Hey guys, this is the sound of me slapping the shit out of the mic. Yep, it sounds just like that. I should probably not do that, huh? You think that sounds terrible? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. I know it's gonna it be does. awesome. Let's let's go. Let's move on. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, so the cat's looking up blood. Fucking Devin lights like five incense sticks at one time for his wake and bake. Yeah, and his whole like uh, thought process behind this was, well, guess my parents aren't home for two seconds. He doesn't know where they are, or when they're coming back or anything. He's like, five incense sticks makes up for time if they show up. <laughs> That's his logic as I far just, as like, I can. Uh... I mean, I even I even like incense, and I feel like if I lit five in one room, like That's I so wouldn't much. be able to breathe. <laughs> I was watching Impractical Jokers the other day, and um, you, you know how they do those bits where like someone will like throw a uh, like a drink in your face or something, and they have oh, to like yeah. make up a scenario about like why they're mad at you or whatever. One of them was like, "Yeah, I lit incense in a car with a bunch of other people, and they didn't like it that much, and they got pissed, and that's why I get." It. So like, I don't know, just putting that logic into it, right, right, right. Fuck you, Devin Sawa, <laughs> <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I still haven't decided whether or not I like Devin Sawa. I think I'm convinced that he sucks. I I do I like things that suck though, so don't make it seem that that means I hate Devin Sawa. Yeah, but I think that he just sucks. I'm not sure. <laughs> I really don't. I I don't know. Every time I see I, I'm confused. Nah, Devin Sawa sucks. I might like him. No, so he runs I don't, out of I don't, weed. I don't think I like him. You don't like him. Yeah, final destination. I don't know. Maybe I do like him. So he has to. He he calls Penub and he's gotta he's gotta go re up, right? Fucking Penub. Oh, dude, I forgot he was in. Yeah, I forgot he was in the fanatic too. Oh, he is. He's like he's the main dude. He's the one that fucking With John John Travolta. He's, he's the one that John Travolta's following. He's oh the my celebrity. God. I did not know that. I think I hated him in that. There's no way he's good in it. I don't. Okay, maybe I'm giving <laughs> Devin Sawa too much credit. I, I, I know, I know, I'm talking shit on him, so maybe it doesn't sound like that. Oh but before this God. started, I was telling James, I was like, I think I might like Devin Sawa. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Nah. As soon as he sniffed that notebook, I was like, "Fuck this guy." I kind of like Devin Sawa in this. <laughs> I don't know. Go on. It's fine. It's fine. So then we meet our, we meet our, we need, we meet our new best buds, right? We finally get to meet Mick and Panub. Shout out Panub. <laughs> uh, not really much happens here, right? They just kind of go back and forth a little bit, and then Seth Green scratches his balls, and then they see Molly. Drop her notebook. Yeah. 
that's good pretty stuff. much all that happens, right? Yeah, that's uh, anything. I mean, uh, that's not important, but I guess like <laughs> as far as important things go, yeah. It's like I don't think anything important happens. I don't think anything important really happens until we meet Debbie Lacour. Dude, Debbie Lacour. <laughs> yeah, you're probably about right. Okay, go go wherever you want with this. <laughs> I'd say we already talked about the whole movie. To be completely honest, we can go anywhere with this. <laughs> We haven't even talked about the hand or what it does or we anything. We haven't really. got any. We're talk about it getting microwave. How, how close do we want to get to the hand? We just want to jump to the hand. Yeah. Okay. First of all. <laughs> first of all. Okay. This this is this is the precursor to the hand. So we see this. We see a whole stupid scene with Molly and a notebook that doesn't make any sense and it's dumb. After that, we meet Sister Debbie Lacour. Who the fuck is Molly? Is that Jessica Alba? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I forgot her name. I, I just I thought she was Jessica Alba. Molly plays bass and writes her own lyrics, so she's like really cool. Oh yeah. But also, her lyric book isn't handwritten. She like makes collages, like their ransom notes, as if she's a serial killer, which I'm not so sure about. <laughs> yeah, that is a little weird. She does like the magazine clippings. I was yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. like literally, yeah. That's. That's strange. It's a strange choice, Molly. But maybe that, I don't know. Again, we were talking about this before, too, where, you know, when you see something really, I mentioned this, actually, I brought this up. You know, when you see something really absurd in a horror movie, you're like, that would never happen. And I know I could even be quoted on this show and on other shows saying, ah, that would never happen. That's ridiculous. Sometimes weird things do just happen. It seems so outlandish, but I feel like I've met that punk girl she's not a Some punk girl in this at all she doesn't look like things. it at all but i feel like i've met yeah, a punk why girl in they high school cast jessica alba as i don't know a bass player that writes her own lyrics it does not and and then basically everything else about her character isn't that like that's just a tidbit of information about her well she's a valley girl before valley girls were called valley girls yeah so it's just strange it's strange yeah. mix. it's a strange mix it is um so Debbie LaCour is a demon hunter, I guess. That's what she likes to call herself. I would call her a blubbering buffoon <laughs> because I don't think she had any. She showed up with the knife that killed it at the end. So I yeah. guess you could say that that's a lot. But when you watch it, you will quickly realize that it's not at all. Like, yeah, anyone could have found that knife on the floor and accidentally fell into that hand and they would have <laughs> accomplished the same uh, feat. You know what I mean? Well, do we even know that it's about the knife? Like, uh, for sure? Oh, like, you think just any knife could have, like... They what? didn't say. You know what I mean? He did microwave the thing and it, like, it oh, blew up it and, back. like, it blood came, it, like, squirted yeah. out of it and everything. And it just jumped up like nothing happened. I think so. my only point is that she doesn't pick that knife back up. She just leaves it. She just leaves it. Well, it's dead. So, but won't it just possess the next person who's lazy? No, it's dead. She had to get oh, stabbed okay. with the knife. Remember, only, they, she only had to kill it once, dude. They said so it. So she, she's it. never gonna have to kill another demon with that knife again for the rest of her life. She's a demon hunter. What does she do now? I think that knife was for that specific demon. You know how like okay. Edna Lorraine Warren had like a whole museum of like different yeah, yeah, supernatural yeah, yeah, yeah. shit and whatnot. It it, it was one and. In, oh okay and does she does she doesn't she doesn't need another one no maybe a different one for or a may, different demon. i was gonna say maybe it only has one charge in it too so like that one's spent now i think that was specific for the hand gotcha so she's been tracking this hand yes and we see like some guys with like a shriveled up hand 
So uh, so we don't really fully understand why yet. But, but we're gonna but get we there. can just tell you why. Um, yeah, all these people have gotten possessed by the hand. They got used up by the hand. They got used up, and then it jumped to a different host. Now they're all shrivelly. And so she's she's chasing them all down. She's got this fucking like Winnebago, and she's got a full on Winnebago, <laughs> is what I always say. She's got a full on fucking Charlie Day, Pepe Sylvia conspiracy theory board with all these fucking okay. Her exes are. <laughs> In a formation that don't make a pentagram, but I'll tell you right now that she does make a pentagram if you want me to tell it to you bluntly. Um, what I'm saying is, I just told you. That was it. That was it. She, a, she, she probably has 20 random points plotted on this map. She selects five of them and draws a star and then just puts a circle around it. And she goes... Oh my god. <laughs> I can't believe this. Now I gotta go to Southern California to There we go. She's gotta go to, to Bolin, California. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. Bolin? De Bolin? Bolin. Bolin? I think it's B-O-L-A-N is the uh is the town that this is supposed to take place in. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't think that exists. Well, it probably doesn't. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm here to tell you it doesn't. Uh, Anton goes to smoky Chicago after that. He does? I swore that you would say that. He is literally outside with the most fog I have ever seen in my life. Are you talking about right life. when he walks out the door of his house? Yes. You're right. It is so smoky. <laughs> You're it's right. ridiculous. But I think it's Halloween. That's true. Maybe he's got a fog maybe, machine. Maybe his and yeah. his parents go all out for Halloween. Too. His parents do go all out, so it probably yeah. is a. This one is the that's good. Is that's the good. one time Smoky Chicago can be explained. Yeah, it was on purpose. Yeah, uh, yeah, and this is when he gets harassed by the cops. Yeah, and I guess we already did that. So yeah, yeah move on. Yeah, uh, Anton makes a sandwich. There's a bunch of strawberry jam on the knife that's supposed to be uh, blood. Oh, does he? But he actually puts blood on his he put, fucking. He mixes like it he, in with the mayo. He, it is a mayo okay. blood and bologna sandwich. And you're right. This is another thing that I didn't mention about the absurdness of Anton. I know I said he is not paying attention to anything, but there is like blood spelling his name on the floor. There's splatters everywhere. His parents' dead bodies, by the way, just laying there. Like they're, they're propped up. Okay, you're right. They're propped up. Yeah. Okay, you're right. They are going to be laying there. You're right. No, but so that's the one part that I can take away from that. You're right. Um, everything else. Yeah. I, where was the blood at again? Was it in the fucking? It was, was on it? the knife. It like, was just already like on the it. hand used the knife to kill the parents. Ah, uh, yes. That's right. And it's, it's just... covered in blood and he's just shoving it in a mayonnaise jar, mixing all the blood around. I think I don't remember that because so many... He did so many odd things in a row. Mm-hmm. He's just, it, just, you know, I just started this episode off saying sometimes I'm just incredibly unaware of my surroundings. So maybe I shouldn't be like, be aware of your surroundings, Devin Sawa. I just said something else an hour ago. So you know what? You're fine. Uh, yeah. So shortly after this, the cat's playing with the eyeball. Apparently the dog has a boner. Yeah, why not? That was in the trivia. I didn't necessarily clock the boner. Wait, so you didn't see that in the movie. You read that in the trivia. Yep. Okay, I, I was going to say, because I didn't notice the dog had a boner. So someone, I, guess, I guess he's got a full-on red rocket. So, yeah, and so someone, someone felt the need to write that. Someone's paying real close <laughs> attention to that dog dick. 
You know someone sitting there, like, some fucking greasy IMDB dude is sitting there licking his lips, looking ew, at that dog bone, and he's like, <laughs> like, yeah. Did you, did you guys know that dog was rock fucking hard in this movie? <laughs> That's sick. Why is that in the trivia? That's know. fucking sick. I don't know. <laughs> I say some fucked up shit, but that's sick. <laughs> I don't even know how you notice it. That's great. I, I'm going to tell you right now. I didn't. <laughs> Apparently, I've watched this twice in the past like year oh, or so, God. and uh, I didn't notice that dog was large well, rock. Not, you're not fucking watching close enough. So after all that fuck shit, me, right? uh, Anton like basically just falls into his fucking parents. And like knocks him over. Yep. Because they're just like propped up. And again, in the window. No reaction. He looks, he looks to the right and he goes, Mom? Looks to the left. He goes, Huh. <laughs> Gets up, runs outside, pretends to puke. He goes, <laughs> And then just looks to the left and goes, I don't know. Guess I guess it didn't happen. <laughs> you know what? They also don't give. Anton a lot of time to react to the shit because immediately after that Seth Green and Penub show up but I think that's great because he brings them aside he goes you guys got to see this right now and usually in like you know a horror movie like this where something else is the killer like it wasn't him you know it was a hand that we yeah. don't know that yet we haven't seen it exactly oh we haven't seen it all at all yet actually mm -hmm. so we don't know it's that um but he brings them inside and he goes hey you gotta look at this blah 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 you think his parents are gonna be gone you know, like, they're just not oh, going to be there. He's right, going to show right, his friends, right, and they're right, going right. to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, nothing's here. But they're still laying there, <laughs> and they don't notice whatsoever, and I don't blame them at all, because on the TV screen, the music video for Pop That Coochie Baby <laughs> was playing, and they were like, oh, dude, this music video hasn't played on, like, VH1 in forever, and they're fucking, <laughs> they're going in, and you hear, pop that coochie baby, pop that coochie baby. So, like, if we're being real, I wouldn't notice them either. Like, what takes priority, right? Well, because Devin Sauer doesn't say, hey, come look at my dead parents. He goes... You guys got to see this. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, they walk in, they go, oh, you're right. I should see this. I haven't seen this music video in forever. This shit's hard. Son, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. And this is when they kind of start, like, trying to piece together. They go, oh, there's, like, a clue. Let's figure out, like, what happened to your parents. Well, yeah. I mean, at, at first, Foggy Nelson kind of, like, punches the dad's chest, like, seven times. Right. And again, Anton doesn't react. He goes, like. Dude, stop punching my dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give my dad CPR. He's been dead because he got cut with a knife for like four days. I get the logic. Um, well, you never know, man. You know, you never react know. different in situations. You Good know, you Samaritan just find law. out. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. This is when they have the uh, the piece of the T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. They started putting everything together, yeah. blah, blah, blah. They find the piece of the t-shirt. That's the first clue. And Foggy kind of looks at his shirt and goes, huh. But you think that he knows what's going on? He has no fucking clue. No idea. He just go. he's basically, I think his train of thought was more like Ed from Ed and Eddie. He was like, huh, there's a hole in your shirt. Crazy. Yep. Look at that. You're missing a piece. Wild. <laughs> This guy's missing a piece, too. Like, that's the whole logic <laughs> with everything. It's like, when Seth Green finally realized that the piece of the shirt is mas matching the missing piece of shirt in Devin Sauer's shirt, he goes, huh, the killer was wearing your shirt. Dude, and that, like, those jokes 
are the ones that are just top fucking tier to me. That's the dude where's my car kind of shit, you yeah. know? <laughs> like, what? that's equivalent to, like, when they first get the tattoos, yes, you know? And they're like, yes, look at each other, yes. you know? The killer uh, was wearing your shirt. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't even remotely occur to him. Oh, shit, my friend's the killer. <laughs> like, no, the killer must have stole your shirt. Here's the thing. Do you think Seth Green was budding with the writers and he was like, Ba- he was probably trying to write this and make this funnier, and they were like, "Nah, that's not that fu- that that it cool." That wouldn't surprise me. You know, whatsoever. they're just missing it. Seth Green should have just wrote this. Yeah, because I'm sure he had to do with a lot of the really funny shit. I don't know. Maybe that's just again me being biased and me saying shit. But I mean, I don't know. Seth Green's jokes, like I feel like you could tell when they're Seth Green jokes. Right. You know, they're timed a certain way. There's a certain uh, I don't know. Just certain, they go a certain route. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, and then immediately after that, they make an OJ joke. Yeah, like I was like, oh, if OJ got off, you can. You'll be fine. <laughs> and that's in reference to uh, when they think that Devin Sawa is the killer, because they finally start piecing it together after like he basically tries to start killing them. Yeah, no, he kills them. He kills uh, Seth Green with he does. the beer bottle. He hits him in the head with a bottle, and the bottle goes inside of his head. And honestly, dude, it looks so good. It's great. It looks amazing because you can still see it's a clear bottle. It's like a Heineken bottle or something like yep. that. So it's like a like a see through green, and you can see like the inside of his skull through the bottle. Yeah. It's so cool. Later on, it gets stuck on something. It's fucking hilarious. It's awesome. It's like actually, what it makes me think of is the the fucking the pirate with one eye. <laughs> Fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, they're gonna say it's Peter just Pan. Such, it's just such a good gag. Are you gonna say Peter Pan? No, not Peter Pan. Captain Hook? He doesn't have one eye. He has two eyes. Does he? You know what? When I think of a pirate, I always think of like an eye patch. So I, does Captain Hook not have an eye patch? I think he does have an eye patch. He does? So yeah. he probably has one eye. Maybe. Right? I don't know. Unless he's a fucking poser. Maybe piece he's of- a poser. <laughs> I feel like I've seen a gif of him like pulling his eye patch up and like his eye still under there but oh maybe, what a dickhead maybe i'm just making that Hell, up i don't know fuck captain Hook. i really don't know i'm not i'm not a disney head fuck him <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay where are we at again um, seth green's dead let's just move on foggy nelson's dead yeah i mean like okay the only he gets thing cabotated yes the only important thing between that is that devin sow is doing this whole thing where like his hand is like flying off to the side and whatnot, you know, doing its own thing, and uh, which will he... continue. And I, I'm not gonna lie, if I really think about that, like really think about how that's acted out, is that kind of impressive? Because I don't know, I feel like I probably couldn't do that, you know, like kind of make my hand seem I... like it has a mind of its own. Because it kind, he does a good job of making it seem like it has a mind Here's of its own. Here's the thing: when he kills Panub, I don't think it looks great. But okay. immediately after that is the remote control scene mm-hmm. where the evil hand is fighting for control of the TV remote. Yeah, yeah. And then his other hand. And, like, he even does a point where, like, he tries to throw it with his good hand and then the bad hand, like, catches it before it yeah, goes too yeah. far. That whole choreography is fucking great. Yeah, some of, I mean, you're right. Not all of it looks amazing, but some of it is pretty impressive. Like, like it was to, impressive. To the like, point he looked like where a fucking went, okay. Like, like that's like, yeah, like street performer shit. Yeah. Like that was good. So I don't know. It's those moments where I'm like, okay, Devin Sawa, like I, I, I kind of <laughs> see what you're pitching, you know, you just need to be a a street performer, not, yeah. a, not a movie actor. 
Maybe that, or both. Maybe he could be a street performer in movies. Yeah. I'd take that. Could totally do that. I'd take that. So, Devin Sauer. He's all just on, like, the new Chucky series and shit, and, like, things are looking up, and and more people are looking at him. And we're like, hey, fuck you, Devin. He's going to listen to this, and it's like, it's going to ruin his self esteem. I'm sorry, Devin. You're doing great. You're doing great, Devin. We love you. Wait, I've, I've been defending you this whole time. Devin. You're a good guy, Devin. All right, so next he goes to Molly's house. Do you Devin. want to go to Molly's house? Yeah, Jessica Alba. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the hand takes him there. Well, they about to, they about to get freaky. The evil hand grabs her ass. Yeah, it's like this thing where the hand is very frisky, and Jessica, Jessica Alba is like, all right, Devin. She's not, not into it. I think... I think, I mean, because they live close to each other too, right? I think they have like this neighbor relationship yeah, where like yeah. they've known each other their whole lives and she's like waiting for him to make a move and Devin Sawa is like really nerdy and just like not going into the whole thing. So now she's like, oh, you're finally not a bitch. Like, I feel like she basically <laughs> said that like three did, different times. Yeah. She goes, oh, damn, I thought you were a giant piece of fucking idiot shit. You goddamn bozo. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to do anything this whole time. Wow. Look at you growing some fucking balls. Yeah. I feel like she damn near said that quote to quote. That is, like, like, that quote is her reaction quote. to him most of the film. Yeah, 100%. And then even like whenever he's supposed to show up, he still doesn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. But basically, this whole interaction just ends with... Uh, it's just, again, it's a whole like back and forth with him and his hand. His hand's trying to kill her, and he's like, Oh, I gotta leave. You know, we can't do this right now because uh, my hand's trying to kill you. Um, But they end up having sex, and... uh. It's like a whole thing where she a few times thinks that he's pretty weird because he's acting strange. And then he like bondages one of his hands. And then she's like, yep. Oh, you're kinky. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now they're a boyfriend, a girlfriend. Yeah. That's how that works. That was, that was exactly how it happened. And yeah, moving on next scene. <laughs> ne- <laughs> Do you know what the next scene is? I don't remember. No fucking Debbie. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> it doesn't I don't happen even... often, but when it does, uh, it happens for <laughs> there's really 30 w- seconds at a time. <laughs> there's only one quotable thing. We flash back to Debbie. She's on her way to fucking bowling, and uh, there's just one funny thing that she says. She says, there's evil out there, and I got to kick its ass. <laughs> oh, my God. Very, uh, I came here to kick ass and right. chew bubble gum. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> very much that energy i like i like her whole like timeline when she meets up with that one idiot i can't even remember randy. what is it was it randy that was yeah. his name in the movie okay he's like i want to hate his character so much but it's also f- so hilarious because i feel like he's such a he's just such a character you know yeah. like he he's supposed he is who he's supposed to be and he's just so like the whole time he's like I, I, you know who who he reminds me of he reminds me of Butthead. Yeah. From Beavis and Butthead. Like, he's obviously not there there. Right. But he's going to like, <laughs> I'm going to kick his ass if he doesn't give me my Ford back. <laughs> give me my Ford, dumbass. And then even whenever he talks to her, <laughs> like, for whatever reason, dude, you, he's you always, said it. The, he, the, dude, the ugly guy gets the girl every time in this shit. He's always like, <laughs> are we going to score? <laughs> yeah, he, he legit calls her kitten. <laughs> Like, what are you doing, kitten? (laughs) 
Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> he is my head. That is so funny. That's great. So I actually kind of love him because of that. <laughs> like, it's, I, like He's a character that I should hate, and in any other world, I probably would. But it's just so funny. It's really, really funny. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Anton buries his family and friends and then he starts hearing shit as after they're already buried. Yeah. And uh, apparently Seth Green and Foggy are still alive. Well, they're alive. alive. No, they're they're undead. And I'll explain it right now. It's because they weren't bad enough to go to hell and they were offered by God to go to heaven. And they were like, ah, I think I think what they literally say is seemed really far. That's true. <laughs> and I get it because, you know, they like, dude, they smoked a few fucking uh, dubs, you know, like, and I want to walk up that many stairs. They smoked a do or two, you know, and uh, they it seemed like a far walk. Might have been a little like it was like 87, you know, so. Lost steps, man. Didn't want to do that. Lost steps to get to heaven. Yeah, I wouldn't do it either. Seems seems far. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> so they're alive. Um, they knock Devin Sawa out. Yeah. And then he wakes up and he's like, oh, dude, it was all just a dream. He used to read Word of Magazine. Everything's fine. Salt and Pepper and my friends are dead. That's crazy. In a magazine. Uh, he walks downstairs and he's like, oh, dude, I had a crazy dream. Word of Magazine. <laughs> Um, and they were like, oh, that's crazy. I My head isn't on my body, and he has a bottle in his head, and he's green. Yeah, they're still dead. Yeah, so they're dead, if you didn't pick that up. <laughs> they're kind of zombies. Yeah. Right? I'd say they are. Yeah, they're zombies. Yeah. They're zombies, but they're not like brain-eating zombies. They're just... Right. They're zombies by all intents and purposes, aside from the mindless. They're they're mindless. <laughs> they are mindless. I don't want to take that from them. Uh, I don't want to go too far. They're definitely mindless. They're mindless. But it's a different kind of mindless, but they are mindless. Yes. Uh yeah, that's really all we need from that scene. I feel like we can move through a lot of this fairly fast since we spent an hour we on talked the, about a lot. We spent an hour on the precursor to this, so really like let's get the main points and then we'll and uh, the funny stuff and then we'll keep Yeah, going. so real quick, we we gotta go find Randy because he's a metalhead, so he knows about the occult. Yeah, there's a whole thing where Devin Sat was like, Well, dude, you listen to metal music, so tell me about the devil. And then the funny thing about that, too, is, is that, that Randy literally goes, what the fuck are you talking about? That, but also, <laughs> we see that Randy is like a stereotypical metalhead, but not like... Not in the way you would... Th- he's not... He's listening to, like, classic metal. Yeah, he's listening like to Iron Metallica. Maiden. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. And he drives a Ford F-150. Yeah, he drives a lifted pickup. Yeah. Like, it, this is not... This is not the guy who I would think would know something about the occult. No. <laughs> not in the slide. This is the guy who knows something about farming. 
You know what I mean? It's the farthest of he what... Goes, he goes mudding on the weekends. He doesn't do rituals. No. <laughs> and he basically tells that to Devin Sauer. He goes, what the... F- wh- why are you talking to me? And he goes, well, you like metal music? And he's like, yeah, I drive an F-150. <laughs> he basically says to him what we're saying right now without actually outright saying like, it. That's why I'm always working on the Ford, man. Idle hands are the devil's playground. All he ever says is idle hands then devis goes my hands acting a fool and he goes i i think i think what randy is picking up on is that devin sawa is jerking off a lot so he's like yeah man do something <laughs> else busy, like bro take up knitting and then you won't have to fucking put your hand on your dick all the time <laughs> and then devin sawa takes it as oh he knows all about demon hands i should be knitting i should knit because the the first thing you want to do when you have a hand that seems to be possessed that murdered your parents and your best friends is to make sure to ensure that it has a sharp object in its grasp at all times. That's not what you should focus on. You got to make sure that you knit. (laughs) (laughs) That's the important part. If you knit, if you knit, it negates the pointy things. You're right though. This is before the age of pointy things, fidget spinners. He could have just been using a fidget spinner. That is true. Uh, what else do we have? Get a goddamn time? Rubik's cube. Get a stress ball. You could have had a stress ball. I, I didn't know. have to knit. I don't know, man. You didn't he have just... to hold a weapon. Devin Sawa is not a man of many cells of the brain. You know what I'm actually upset about? Yeah. You do? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually upset that they didn't make any jokes about him trying to jerk off with a possessed hand yeah how, how do you think they would have done it though make one right now i, I want to hear know. a hypothetical i i just i feel like seth green or oh they Penub would do could have said they, something okay i'm not making the joke right now but they could have done something in the ball part of like you sit on your hand till it falls asleep and then like you know that's a stranger in the night <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like i i get what you're saying because they definitely could have went that route we could have got one just yeah, one. yeah i wanted one of those jokes. no yeah it's there i get what you're saying i get what you're saying with all the ball scratching and like you know like scratching your like with a hand or yeah. with the fucking scratcher anything you definitely could have went there oh yeah like we saw we saw we've seen multiple people scratch their balls at this point but so many one of one of them i usually Devin. don't see one person scratch their balls in a movie, in a movie but we right? see we saw it multiple times with different characters in this one so yeah so why wouldn't it be hilarious if anton went to scratch his balls but he accidentally did it with the evil hand and then it just like grabbed his nuts for a second or something and it's it, like whoa no dude it it jerked him off like a fucking robot hand like it it power jerked him and then the hand like slurped up his own cum okay maybe 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 who knows the hand has a mouth all right I don't, i'm just saying they could have went somewhere we're right in the porn parody <laughs> idle mouths <laughs> they have to take up knitting so they oh stop sucking god. dick all the time oh my god they knit with their teeth all right. <laughs> All right. So uh, Anton's knitting while watching Dragula. <laughs> I, I don't care about that. I don't like Rob Zombie. <laughs> and then the cops the cops come in because there's a noise complaint because apparently his old school CRT console TV is too loud. Bro, they're listening on a box. <laughs> a box with definitely the worst speakers on any type of electronic you could have 
ever owned we in your see life. No other speakers in this house ever. Like if you bought a ten dollar speaker on Amazon right now, like a piece of shit, like like just terrible. Yeah, it there's nothing to suggest. Sa- that, it would sound the same as this. Yeah, there's nothing to suggest that this is actually loud enough to warrant anyone calling in a noise complaint. But apparently, that's what we're supposed to believe. Clap three times. That's what this TV sounds like. That's as loud as it gets. <laughs> And you don't even have to keep clapping. That's it. No, just three times. Yeah. So these cops come in, and uh, I mean, of course they're going to get killed with the knitting needles. Like, I mean, is there any other option? Look, man, he's already knitting. <laughs> it's sharp. We've been over it. It's right It's right there. I do like the scene, though. It, it, it created some pretty, like, needless tension where he's like, oh, no, you're right. Fucking cuff me. Like, just cuff me, and then I can go to jail, and then they'll they'll put me in a padded room, and I can't hurt anybody anymore. Like, this is a great idea. And they're like, okay, but put put the needles down. And he's like, I can't. Well, and then also Seth Green and Foggy are like, do you really want to go to jail? You can just kill them. Because <laughs> they don't give a shit about Because, anything. again, they don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah, jail sounds like it would suck, bro. <laughs> but I also legitimately think, even though they were kind of like, hey, don't kill people before they died. I feel like, given the right situation, like, if they just, I don't know, like, given their characters, if they smoked enough weed or something, they would have been like, oh, fuck these guys, just kill them. Like, yeah, 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 just kill them. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I don't think they had to be undead to say that. <laughs> I think they just had to not care enough. Yeah, they just had to not care. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it's good stuff. So now, they're dead. They're dead. Then they don't come back. Because I think, is it safe to assume that they're pieces of shit, so they're going to hell? That's why they never came back? Right? Because, I don't know, you know what I mean? Mick and Penub came back. I think they're assholes. You just made me give this movie an extra half star. They're fucking scumbags. They didn't come back. You this know just, what I mean, man? This just went up one half a star because, of, because of that. I don't know if that was intentional, but I'm it tracks and I like it. It's a fun theory, <laughs> and I'm going with it because I like it. That is good shit. So the next the next step, right? Yep. We got to cut the hand off. You have to. And he tries with like a, what was it, a potato slicer or some shit? What the a bagel slicer. A bagel. There you go. There you go. And Penub's like, bro, those things don't even cut my bagels. <laughs> and then Devin's like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. Even though you live here, so you should probably know how it works. There's no way he's ever touched any kids, kitchen utensil no. in his life, though. So that does track. Yeah, that Ooh. makes sense to me. Um. It doesn't work. It kind of just bends. And at this point, I was like, oh, well, the hand, it can't get cut off. No, it can. That bagel slicer just sucked, <laughs> which is crazy. Like, that's crazy because the thing bends. It's just like, yeah, it forms around his wrist. Yeah, I guess the blade is plastic. I thought they were saying just the whole molding of it was plastic. It looks plastic. Right. I thought the blade was a blade. I know. But how else it would not? it bend like that? I must really suck. Comedy. Comedy. You know what I mean? (laughs) So they end up holding his arm down. He actually chops his hand off with a butcher knife. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they run off to go like, oh, oh, first Seth Green cauterizes the wound with with a fucking, (laughs) with a clothes iron. (laughs) The fucking iron, man. Which, hey. It'd work. Hey, at least they did something. It would work. I mean, like, hypothetically, right? I don't know if I'm knowledgeable enough to say yes, but 
I'm not saying it would have hurt, but hypothetically, I mean, yeah. If you need to close a wound and you don't have anything else, yeah. That's that's like some smart for someone who doesn't give a shit about anything though. That's some smart like off the cuff thinking, <laughs> especially like finding. Okay, finding an iron in a house is one thing. If you live there, that's true. Finding an I iron in a house, my own iron. Finding an iron in a house that you don't even live in, yeah, and you definitely don't clean in because later, uh, there, this happens like basically right now. They put the hand in the microwave. Yep. Uh, first off, they get it going, and that thing starts squirting out blood and exploding in the microwave. It's awesome. It's looking. really, cool. it's really, really cool. Um, but they're not in the room at the time because they're gonna leave in a second. They're gonna run off to like go get like you know materials to help Devin Sawa and like you know his wound and everything. Um. And then Molly's going to show up. He's going to walk out. It's still in the microwave. They're going to show back up, get leave there, let it go, blah, blah, blah. But going back to the whole uh, iron thing, they didn't even want to clean that microwave. They no. looked at the microwave and they were like, well, at first Foggy was like, should we clean this before we use it and make some food? And then Seth Green goes, are we going to clean the rest of the house? <laughs> <laughs> He's basically like, grow up, dude. Dude, this, this, this is my is place. Covered in blood and rotten flesh and just like weird black pus. Like, But honestly, I'm going to live by that statement if I ever think about cleaning anything in anyone's house ever again. Because I Would never I clean the whole house. No, I never thought of it that I'm way. Cleaning this shit. But he made a good point. You know, he's like, what? I clean this. Where, where does it lead to after that, huh? What else? <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know that 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 comedic timing and just uh, just like just looking at things in such a very standard but also introspective way. I feel like is so Seth Green, and it's just that comedy <laughs> that makes me laugh more than anything else. Which just so there, and right. anyone should think of that. But it's just when you point it out, it's like oh. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's what comedy is. Just You're point, right, just point out the thing that everyone's looking at, but no one's saying. Yep, you know. And this might not be some outlandish, crazy shit, but it's just it's funny as shit. <laughs> it's so funny. All right, so not much else happens before the Halloween dance, right? Uh, no, because I already went over the fuck yeah, the hand we, thing we in the microwave, the microwave. and let him out. All uh, that. So we do get when <laughs> whenever uh, Jessica Alba first meets up with Anton again and he says he has to clean the whole house because of um <laughs> because of how much time he spent on his costume his costume is just a uh a target bag over his hand <laughs> over his stump uh, that's and, it and this is whenever he calls her baby snakes oh my god i forgot about that <laughs> please anyone in the world explain does baby she have snakes. two dicks? They call each other baby snakes multiple times. What's baby snakes? Because all I can think of uh, with snake is a dick. I and feel then like all I think of with the plural is multiple dicks. I feel like there was a deleted scene <laughs> that explains baby snakes. Or it's just some other insane inside <laughs> joke that That's we could true. not possibly know. Kind of like Which, Penub. Honestly, though, it's funny. You know, like it is funny. Like it is funny. I, I can't tell you how many times I've said just some outlandish like inside joke that no one would ever get on the show. And I'm always just like, mm. that's fucking stupid. But anytime I've ever like heard it back or someone's like, What is that? that I listen to it, I just start busting up laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, maybe that's just me, but it's kind of funny. No, that's good shit. Uh we also doctor up Penub here. This whole time he's been having to carry his head around. 
So we use this giant fucking grill fork and kind of attach it so he can walk around like a normal person. Stab it into the bottom of the neck and stab the other end into the uh, neck torso it's perfect. entrance. Ew. Yeah. I didn't like any of that. Hey, man. <laughs> Anything can be an entrance if you really... <laughs> Dude, the the sink drain, that little that little uh, that little fold in between your couch, the the pole on your lamp. If you remove the cable, uh, <laughs> let's move on. Debbie finds Randy at a bowling alley. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this is the whole thing where the ugly guy gets the girl. Yeah, it makes the no sense. The fact that Randy gets Vivica Fox. Will never. Are you fucking kidding? It will me? never compute to me. It hurts, and I get it. That's why it's good. I'm still pissed. You know what I think's funny? She explains that she's chasing nah, dude, down this she thing. She bangs him at the end of this movie. I'm. Pissed. Oh no, she does. She definitely does. And again, just like fucking I, Randy, just like I thought she was gonna be like a badass and like was gonna handle everything in this movie, and then she turns out to just be a buffoon. I did not think she was gonna fuck him, and then she fucks him. Apparently, so ecstatically, there's like ceremonial sex. Oh wait, you're right. Yeah, she's like, now it's time for the ritualistic sex or something like that. So would so would the hand have <laughs> came back if she didn't fuck him? Oh, maybe. Is that the okay? I don't know. Wow. Okay, go ahead. So what I think is funny, she explains this whole thing about how she's been chasing down this possessed oh. hand or whatever. Yeah, she explains it, yeah. and he goes, <laughs> let's beat his ass and get my Ford back. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> no, what I think is funny is she's looking, she, she says it possesses the laziest person in the world, and so her first thought was, I'm going to go to the bowling alley. <laughs> She's going to find the big Lebowski. <laughs> the fucking dude. <laughs> like, why is she in a bowling alley? <laughs> oh, shit. You know what I mean? You roll into town. All right, I got to find this. Fucking... I'm not going to lie. One of those shriveled hand dudes. Was he wearing a bowling shirt? Oh, Maybe. Is that something that I'm just feeling, or is that something that actually happened? Because I, I kind of feel like that actually happened. I can't remember. I know exactly the one you're talking about, though. Right, like, because they showed that flat, and his hand looked all yeah, deadly had, and yep. blue and the veiny. I feel like he had a bowling shirt on. He may have. I would have never thought about that. I didn't even remember that they went to a bowling alley. I kind of forgot about that till now. <laughs> I just like it when they go to bowling alleys in movies. It's just so like funny. I like headphones. <laughs> well, that's probably why I love The Big Lebowski. <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies. Wait, shit. Didn't we talk about that? When? Doing a YouTube series where we just reenact scenes from bowling alleys. Oh, it was because I was looking for houses to oh, buy out here in Indiana. Right, There's right. a fucking house out here that has a bowling alley in it. If it's still oh, for sale shit. when my lease is up, <laughs> I'm buying the house. I'm buying the house, dude. God, I love that idea. Just reenact bowling alley scenes. Oh, I'll just recreate the same scene from Big Lebowski every day until every I perfected day. it. Oh, my God. Until we had perfect timing so that we could play it next to it and you wouldn't know which is which. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. All right. So we go back to the <clears throat> Halloween dance. We get a pretty cool parking lot kill. Yeah. With yeah. Uh, these these two people dressed as 
Kiss. Yeah, I don't know which fine. one's which. I think one of them is um, Paul Stanley. The Offspring is in this movie. We already mentioned that, actually, huh? Yeah, the Offspring's the band. Yeah, because yeah, we were talking about doodles and everything and all that. But yeah, they're playing at the dance. Yep, which and is I pretty cool. They're just supposed to be the Offspring in the movie too, right? I don't think. Or they are ever, they not? I don't think they ever say it. Maybe not. Yeah. Okay. I kind of caught that vibe, but maybe band. that wasn't the thing. Yeah, I think they were just a band yeah. playing this stereotypical high school prom band. Yeah. Is You're that a- gonna go for kid. <laughs> so I never got to experience a prom with a live band. I like by the time didn't. I went to prom, it's just a guy with a laptop playing songs. I only went to one prom ever, and it was in sixth grade. And let me set the mood. <laughs> I, I'm not even gonna say I thought in that moment. I knew. I was the flyest in the world. Was I right? No. But in that moment, <laughs> I'm so sure of yourself. I knew I was the flyest because I'm going to. Do you want it from top? No, I'm going to give it you from bottom to top. Okay. 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 So we're starting with shoes. Yep. Fuck yes. Let's start with shoes. Can't remember the exact brand, but they were white with, I think, like gray flames on them, like very light flames, some okay, low key okay, okay. flames. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 White pants. Oh, man. All white pants. Socks, also white. I'm going to move up. I'm wearing a hoodie. Hell yeah. It's a white hoodie with skulls and dollar signs all over it going back and forth. Also light, also a light gray. So they're, they're there. You can see them, mm-hmm. but they're casual, classy. We move classy. up. White fedora. Oh, shit. The gray stripes on it. Not messing around. I was not playing. Fuck, bro. Was not playing games. Did you get laid that night? (laughs) Trust me. I got laid seven years after that. And you best believe me. If I didn't wear that that night, it wouldn't have happened. And you know what I did that whole time? I sat in the corner. And I waited. (laughs) And I went up to the DJ and I said, hey, play this song. And he played it like 12 songs later. (laughs) Fell on top of the world. Remember what it was, though? I'm trying to... Damn. I think it was like... Did it have something to do with 1983 or something? Like a like a was that the song or maybe the? I feel like it might have been something like it was. It was bad. Was it that? Uh, what was that? Nineteen nineteen oh four, nineteen ninety five, maybe something like that. Oh, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like or is that the song? I don't that's, even know that's if that's a fucking, year. Like that's like, fucking bowling for soup, right? I think it might have been the bowling for soup song. Is that who that is? I think so. I think it, it might have been that. Yeah. Or something worse. <laughs> Maybe even worse than that. I don't remember. But yeah, that was my prom experience. And yeah, it was definitely just a guy on a laptop. But yeah. What the I don't fuck? know. I what's never the, went to any these? prom. Besides, I never went to the high school ones or anything like that. It, uh, I was I was too cool for that. You know, dude, I was like, I'm not fucking going, dude. I'm freaking swick. Yeah. I, only, I was too busy. I like one. I was too busy, like getting drunk in like the middle of like, uh, like abandoned forest or like house or something like that. Yeah. And just like, you know, like blacking out somewhere. Yeah, I went to one prom 
and it was actually when I was a sophomore, but my friend was a junior. And it was like one of those situations where like it was really important to her, but she had like just broke up with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so it was like now she's not going to go because she doesn't want to go alone. It's like, oh, we can go as friends or whatever. Like it was that kind of vibe. But it sucked. Yeah. Why is that? Just the whole experience sucked. Proms are stupid. Oh, it was. Yeah. I mean, I had a terrible time in that yeah, one I went to. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. But I it's, not, it's not nearly as fun as fucking <laughs> Molly doing her little dance to Offspring. Look, man, I'm going to tell you right now. You said that was insane. I told you that anytime I go to a club, I see at least four girls alone in any given corner dancing like that. All right. That happens, man. Mo- Molly's on a different vibe than I am. That's for sure. <laughs> I will tell you right now that I dance like that in any given corner at any given time. Hey, the guy who we see the hand kill, mm-hmm. that is that like the principal? I don't remember. Maybe I feel like they didn't really say. There's just randomly a guy. Oh, the one in who gets office. like maybe his dick ripped off or yeah. whatever. I, yeah, that was the principal. I'm okay. like ninety percent sure. Like that's what I thought, but I feel like I didn't have. No, yeah, that I think that was the principal. I think we saw him before that, or like at some point. Oh, okay, maybe. I don't remember, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just say yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Way. great, great, great. Uh, Debbie and Randy finally catch up. Yeah, we could say that. Yeah. Uh, this is when he steals the Ford. This is when he takes the Ford. The, the, he being Devin Sawa. Right. So Ford's gone. Um, Yeah. Debbie Liqueur? <laughs> Liqueur? No. Liqueur? Liqueur. Debbie Liqueur... She goes, I can handle this. I'm going to go get your Ford back and go stop him and blah, blah, blah. And Randy goes, okay, cool. Yeah, I trust you. I think you got this. And she runs over, immediately just gets hit by the car and gets knocked (laughs) out. And she's out. Like, actually, Randy had to basically give her CPR and save her life. Otherwise, she probably would have died right then and there. She gets hit by this car and she flies like 500 feet. (laughs) And I would say this car... Yeah, it's an F one fifty, whatever. It's going three miles no, per hour when it's just backing it out. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think it was going forward. Just it definitely out. wasn't even in drive. It was in reverse. Yeah. And it tapped her. <laughs> and she flies like to a new city. It's insane, dude. It's awesome. It is so insane. <laughs> and she's out. Like out cold. And then oh. yeah, um next. Next. <laughs> uh, next, really, because we already covered the dancing, the the offspring, the principal. Uh, it's really just they all meet up at the prom now, right? Yeah, that's what happened story-wise. There's one little tiny cool thing that happened. Okay. And that's after the hand kills that principal, it sharpens its fingers and the pencil oh, sharpener. Oh, yeah, that is pretty sick. And then now it has, like, pointy fingers yeah. for the rest of it. Uh, I really liked that. Nice little touch. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, now I guess everyone's at the prom. Everyone's at the prom. We're kind of nearing the the last fight now, right? Yeah, we're getting close to the climax here. Wow. Debbie fucking finds Anton, and she's like, I know how to fix it. I know how to fix it. And he's like, oh, great. Awesome. She's like, you have to die. And he goes, yeah, well, about that. And I don't think she even realizes that the hand isn't a part of him at this point. She still has no clue. Somehow she still doesn't even realize that he only has one hand right now. Yeah, until he has to break it down piece by piece, and he goes, look, the hand hasn't been attached for a while. And she's like, oh, my God, where is it? 
It's like, dude, that's what I've been trying to tell you this whole time. Oh, yeah. No, it's great because she's like, well, that was probably a mistake. <laughs> He's like, yeah, no, duh. He's like, yeah, well, I, I figured that out when it started to continue to attack. But here's the thing. It doesn't come with like a like a handbook or anything. You get it. Handbook. <laughs> uh, oh, this is also okay. whenever she she like uh, they're wrestling or whatever. There's a whole tussle. Fucking Randy grabs Devin Sawa and like has him in like a full Nelson. And he goes a full foggy he goes, Nelson. He goes, come on, Devin. Or no, come on, Debbie. Give him what for? <laughs> and she's holding a fucking dagger about to stab his heart out. And then he go, he's like, oh, wait, chill. <laughs> he's like, oh, I didn't know we were doing all that. Because this whole time he's like, uh, beat him up. Right. <laughs> and then when she pulls out a knife, he's like, wait, wait, what do you mean? Beat him up. Uh, but here's the thing. This whole time. Debbie's basically been saying, when I find him, I'm going to fucking murder him. And he's like, Haha, beat him up. Yeah, you should beat him up. Like, you want to tell me this guy isn't butthead? Fuck you. <laughs> so we find out he cut the hand off. So killing him is not going to do anything. Um, they, 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 apparently they have to, they have to kill the hands before midnight or else it's going to drag molly to hell for like, some reason they're like oh yeah we got three hours and then she looks at uh her being uh, vivica fox she looks at her watch and she goes oh actually six minutes we're on druid time we're on druid time <laughs> i'm sorry reiterate because i'm pretty sure that california is on pst well here's the thing i didn't want to be stupid and say i'm pretty sure druid time's not a thing Without a doing a thorough search first. Druid time's a thing? No! Oh, okay. I could not find anything <laughs> about druid dude, time. I thought you were about being to be a real thing. I thought you were about to go like, you know what, Caleb? Well, dude, I was You're thinking. a racist piece of shit because this whole time, druid is associated with X, Y, and Z. I was thinking the whole time, I'm like, I'm going to say, that's stupid. She said druid time. And then people are going to be like, actually... Dr practicing druids only can conduct spells based on a certain time or Man, some bullshit bitch, druid like that. Druid time is from Star Wars. They just made that shit up, bro. They just I've made up the phrase Star Wars. druid time. I've watched Star Wars. I know where you got this from. Don't try to <laughs> fool me. That's ridiculous. Oh, shit. So we got to hurry up because it's, we're on druid time. We don't we only have six minutes. That's true. That's true. They got six minutes. So, uh... We get we get the hands doing. I mean, this is probably the most prominent kill, right? Uh, the fan before the fan is the scalp rip. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, right before the fan is the scalp rip. So I uh, oh, fuck. I already forgot his name. God damn uh, it. Offspring. No <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mick Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've already said his name on the podcast, but I've forgotten it. It's like Dick Tracy. Or something. Anyway, the, the lead singer from The Offspring gets <laughs> yeah, a yeah, scalp yeah. ripped off. Yeah, and it's gone. It looks really good. And then we saw a little behind-the-scenes thing that, uh, that apparently it's a practical effect. Looked great. Yeah, I like Super that. Super cool. He had like a pr prosthetic on his forehead or yeah, something. Fucking yeah, fucking awesome. Cool stuff. Yeah. Glad they did that. Yeah. And then uh, Chick gets killed by Fanage. Yep. Uh, that it's is... It's really great. It's a very good kill. 
I mean, the whole time we're like, oh, and you don't see it, but it's still really cool. The whole time we're pretty sure she's going to get hung, right? Yeah. And she does. But she also gets chopped up into little pieces by a fan. Which is much better. <laughs> Love to see that. Okay, it's so with all great. that, let's just move into the climax. This is already a long enough episode. No, we're here. My next my next note is hand puppet, Sick. and that's basically the end of the movie. Uh, Yeah, I will say um, that hand turning into the hand puppet might be one of the greatest things I've ever seen on screen in my life it's really fucking good and honestly it made me wonder if maybe a little bit of that inspired ashy slashy ashy slashy in the evil dead the, the oh, yeah. evil dead show that's what i thought you were talking about but i don't remember exactly ashy slashy that's what they called that it. that wasn't ashford's evil dead yeah okay maybe that's why i don't remember as much because i've watched the whole series but only like once through and maybe like kind of like you know, didn't pay attention to every episode completely. Right. Because, I mean, obviously this movie was taking a little bit of notes from, like, Evil Dead 2 with, like, the hand and nah, the cutting dude, it off. Not, dude, this inspired and... Puppet Master. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, Puppet Master came out. <laughs> um, no, Nazis-inspired Puppet Master, remember? Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that is true. Why are there so many Nazi Puppet Master movies? Like, I don't know, maybe, bro. Like, like, you know, like... I know Rob Zombie did that whole 31 thing, but, like, Puppet Master really just did that for, like, 13 movies. I almost... (laughs) There's part of me that thinks Puppet Master could be one of my favorite series, but then I feel bad saying it because there's so so much Uh, Nazi shit in it. (laughs) (laughs) You just... You're a terrible person. (laughs) I mean, the puppets are cool, man. I like puppets in general, too. Like, I really like Dolls. Mm -hmm. Dolls is such a cool movie. I just like puppets in general. And uh, back to the... Okay, there's puppets right next to you, which are the puppets from Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which, yeah. by the way, I, if you guys haven't been to Spirit Halloween this year, go to Spirit Halloween Them boys before it's over. They went so hard for no reason. Like, it's crazy. Like, they don't even just have cool IPs. Like, it's deep cuts in those cool IPs. Yeah. Just really clever stuff all around. But uh, back to clever things. Using an actual puppet... And the puppet that they use is just so creepy looking. So good. Putting it on top of the hand was awesome. And the thing is, it has fixed eyes. Mm-hmm. And when it starts, the way this thing, the whole work. Okay, this we don't need to go into all the specifics. The breakdown is basically Jessica Alba is going to end up on top of a car lift about to be squished into the ceiling. Yeah. And the hand is making that happen. Devin Sow was trying to make that not happen. On the side of things, Seth Green and Foggy Nelson find a bong that was made in auto shop class like a very like it it looks like like an engine basically yeah, like it's like a carburetor um, or a muffler or some shit there you go that's a better explanation yeah. like um and uh they are gonna smoke some weed and um you know that's kind of gonna you might want some help when you're trying to get Jessica Alba not crushed by the car, but they're gonna smoke some weed. It's like, yeah, um, you know, we gotta check this out first. Yeah, so she again, they don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> so she's about to get crushed, and then Devin Sawa goes, "Oh, you know, I'm actually gonna smoke some of this weed too." And she goes, "Oh, smoking weed with your friends? How I, typical!" I did kind of like that. That made me laugh. It's pretty funny. <laughs> That's why, because you at first told me you weren't okay with the auto shop bong and whatnot, but I was like, it led to that. Whenever she, and it's hilarious. She was like, "Oh my god, you're just getting stoned with your friends!" And she basically just comes to terms with, "Well, now I'm dead because of that." <laughs> and that's her, the last thing she says. That's awesome. So funny. So funny. Um. 
So, yeah, the, leading up to he blows the smoke inside of the hand puppet and it gets the hand really high. And when yeah, it gets he high, the hand. Yeah, he hotboxes the hand. And when the hand, like, it turns around for a second and you don't see the face of the puppet, again, with fixed eyes and a fixed face. Yep. And it turns back around and it's like eyebrows are gone. Like, it looks all like stoned as shit. Straight up fucking towel. And then its eyes roll into the back of its head and it looks creepy, but also hilarious at the yeah. same time. And I feel like that captures the element of the movie very well, you yeah. know? So. That's basically the end of it, because after that, um, Devin kind of just brings the lift back down. Nope. A little. Oh, no. You're right. You're he right. He uses the ceremonial dagger to cut the, the rope and get her down without ever bringing the car back down. You're very right. Because he's an Because idiot. that leads to something else. Um, <laughs> and then they, yeah, Vivica throws the dagger at the hand. Mm-hmm. Hand dies. And then uh, moving on, Devin Sawa gets crushed by a car. He gets crushed. And then a stairway to heaven appears. Stairway to heaven. Penub. How great would it have been if they oh played Stairway to Heaven? I, I wish died. they got the rights to that. I would have died. And they played Stairway to Heaven right there. I, <laughs> even if they, dude, even if the outro was like a seven minute long outro, like it's the whole song, but it's just that. <laughs> what, if it was, what if it was, what if it was them like not just like walking toward it like they did? But this whole song plays, and it's while they're walking up the stairs because oh it's, God, so long. it's so long. Because it's so long. It's so far. That act, okay, that might have been the funniest oh. joke in the world. Missed opportunity. I don't oh. care how much money you had to spend to get the rights to Stairway to Heaven. Would have been worth it. How funny would that have been? That would have been so funny. I would have probably been crying laughing about that joke for the rest of my life. Yeah. For the rest of my life. I mean, it's still a pretty good joke. That I was Devin so- gets smashed, and then they're like, Hey, Devin, you coming? <laughs> we need to, like, get in contact with Seth Green and just be like, Hey, can we do this as, like, can a YouTube skit? Can we do this skit? real quick? Yeah. Get in contact with him and Foggy Nelson and be like, Can we just do this as a YouTube skit for, like, this is the other alternate ending. What if that was the alternate ending? We just show- We just... We just filmed them walking upstairs. Dude, and that would give They're the producers exactly what they wanted. It's still funny, lighthearted, right. goes with the rest of the movie. Yep. And they're just but they just the keep walking. And then they Wait, we just let no. them banter back and forth like as they're walking. No. It's just stairway to heaven. It's just stairway to heaven. No, you're right. They banter while they're walking. But when they get to the top, Robert Plant is God. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this has been Horror Soup. My name is James. Uh I've had my guest Caleb, and that's it. <laughs> I think <laughs> we are about done here. <laughs> 16 kills, no boobs. This boobs. Is, this there's, is, there's one set of boobs. There is? Yep. The girl in the... Nude boobs? Nude boobs. The girl in the... No. Uh, the girl with the, the kiss makeup. Paul, the Paul Stanley makeup. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, she takes her Maybe shirt that- off. And her boyfriend touches her boobs, and then also the severed hand is, like, fondling her boobs. Oh, dude, you're right. How did I forget that? No, you're (laughs) right. Okay, so 16 kills, one pair of boobs. Yeah. Um, Four stars. I had this at three and a half. I've had so much fun talking about it. I feel like it needs to be a four. It's a four. I gave it four and a half the first time I watched it. And I don't know, this time around, I just feel like it wasn't exactly there, because I feel like if I looked at other four and a halves and, like, other just movies that I have, re- like, a lot, a lot of fun with, you know, because it's, like, so close to being perfect. Right. And I do think this is 
damn near, but that's just where I'd put it. It's like damn near perfect. It's such a fun movie. It's I don't know. I like it more and more every time I watch it. And well, I want to watch and it I guess again. That's, I guess that doesn't track with what I said because I right. liked it more the last time. But I also feel like even though I'm rating this lower, like this time watching it, that's just me being picky about like a rating kind of thing. Yeah. I did enjoy this more watching this this time. Yeah. So it's weird. Like, yeah, I rate it lower, but I think I was just like just being a little too generous before. Um not anything on the. I don't know. I had a lot of fun with this. I yeah, love this I, movie. Uh, I want to watch it again. I want to watch. I want to show it to people. Yeah. So whenever I want to show a, a movie to people, it has to be at least four stars. Yeah. Because I actively want like there's people in my life who I'm like I actually want to see your reaction to this movie. Yeah. It's 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 a lot of fun, man. Like, okay, and uh, recommendations. Like I I re- recommend the fuck out of this mm-hmm. for sure. Um, it's it's just it's it's a really fun movie, man. It's a really a fun, fun movie. So I guess if we're gonna do a fuck Mary kill, it'd have to be the hand. Okay. It'd have to be Devin Sawa. Yep. At his most Devin and Sawa. Okay. Um oh, there was also a funny little tidbit about this movie where until the end, basically, he just keeps adding on articles of clothing without taking any others off. Who? Devin Sawa. Really? Because he starts off with just boxers and a t-shirt, and he walks over to his friend's house, and they make him put on pants, and then he ends up putting on a jacket, and then he has to put on this other thing to cover up his stump hand, and he just keeps adding layers. That is true, huh? (laughs) You have him with the most layers. Okay, the most layers. Actually, the least amount of layers. I want you to see all of him. Um, I don't want him covered up. I want you to get all of Devin Sawa. Um, And then... I'm going to go with the the hand puppet. So the hand and the hand puppet are two separate entities. Yeah. Yeah. Is the hand puppet still being manipulated by anything or is it just a puppet? No, it's it has the hand in it. Okay. It's just like you got like two separate versions okay. of the hand basically. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yep, following. Um Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to kill the Devin Sawa of the situation. Oh, of course. I'm going to... I'm going to fuck the dirty hand and marry the puppet. They're both dirty. Well, I'm still going to marry the puppet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we can have a nice life together. At least it has a face. Yeah. And with that, that's the episode. If you guys want to find us on like social media and this stuff, uh, Instagrams are at Horror Soup and Nice Shit Video. Um, 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 um... Yeah. <laughs> Horsesoupyahoo.com. Our letterboxed are at Horsesoup, Caleb, and Night Shift Video. Also, first uh, actual official Horsesoup oh, episode. Oh, first actual official Horsesoup. Yeah, because the last few were I'll Suck Your Blood. Yeah. Yeah. It's really back this time. Yeah, guys. We're here. We did it. Horsesoup, baby. We did it. Done. It's done. Um... <laughs> We're back. Now we're done. I think that's about it. I still haven't <laughs> figured out this whole intro outro thing again yet. I gotta, you know, I feel like it needs to be uh, redone a little bit. Um, oh yeah, if you got a uh, Patreon is coming back very soon. We're working on that very soon, along with this show coming back, the side show because I feel like Patreon's a whole other show basically with just so many other things going yeah. on. That'll all be coming back soon. Same tiers, same everything else. Patreon.com/slash horror soup. If you want to come now or come in a little bit or just like keep an eye on it and see when we're doing stuff again. 
Um, the only thing that'll be different is pick a movie is going to be closed for like a good while. Yeah. I just we just want to have fun and just pick our own things for a while. Not that it's not fun when you guys pick stuff. It usually is pretty fun. Like it ends up having its own kind of entertainment value. But uh, we're doing our own thing for a while. And uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks to Ross Lee for our intro and outro music. You're awesome. And uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I'm gonna walk away. Devin Sawa sucks. That's the movie. It, you're all right, man. You're all right, man. He's being he's being harsh. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me harasu, give me, give me harasu. Give it, give it harasu. Harasu. Would you like some bread? I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, because this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down, it'll fill up a hole Stick out your tongue and lick out your bowl We're having a bite with creatures of the night Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup Give it, give it Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup Give it, give it horror soup Horror soup We'll keep you well fed It's gorgeous smell Could wake the dead Vegetable is just forgettable If your energy's low You know what to do Simply double on down Some of the spooky stew Blue wine and dine A hungry Frankenstein Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me horror soup Give me, give me horror soup Give it, give it Grubs up Baby grubs up, give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup, horror soup. Let me be your Sweeney Todd, your private chef, I'll be your just dessert. You can even drink it from a cup. I'll do the washing up, I'll do the washing up. I'm getting full, I'm getting my belly's gonna Give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup, give it, give it horror soup.